Hey, when does the show start? Hey, wait a minute. <gasps> First, let's hear from our sponsors. Oh, okay. In just a minute. It's always that one time you need a defense attorney and you just don't know who to call, right? Well, I'm telling you, Manny Aurora, the Aurora Law Firm, he's the best in the business when it comes to a defense attorney. And he's a former prosecutor, so he knows the other side of the courtroom. Located in Atlanta, Georgia, but practices nationwide, has handled litigation in over 19 different states. If you need Manny, theauroralawfirm.com, theauroralawfirm.com. He stops by the show twice a month. Got any questions? Leave it on our hotline, 404-369-3825, or on our social media off podcastthebs.com. How would you like your monthly mortgage payment taken care of for all of 2023? Well, after Stockton Mortgage's Dave Flashner's tip of the day, you'll find out. When getting a mortgage, make sure you pick the right team. I've had numerous people come to me after online lenders don't do what they promise. When you close your home loan purchase or refinance with Stockton Mortgage, you'll be automatically entered into a mortgage-free sweepstakes. One prize winner will be chosen to have Stockton Mortgage cover their monthly mortgage payment up to $2,500 per month in 2023. A home loan or refinance might be one of the most important transactions you'll ever make in your life. Go with someone that's reliable, knowledgeable, trustworthy, and always on call. Dave Flashner, Stockton Mortgage, 561-951-0984. That's 561-951-0984. Stockton.com slash Dave dash Flashner. Everybody needs a friend. Everybody needs an ear, and that's why Dr. David Markwell and Ridgeline Counseling are the best at what they do. Ten different therapists who work with Dr. David Markwell at Ridgeline Counseling. If you're in the Georgia area, East Cobb, Marietta, near the square in McKaysville, right outside of Blue Ridge. And they assist with a wide variety of behavioral health issues like anxiety, depression, relationship issues, parenting issues, trauma, substance use issues, etc., offering virtual sessions. If you can't get to the Georgia Stops, the website, markwelltherapy.com. Again, markwelltherapy.com. It's time, ladies and gentlemen. After all these years in the radio business, Jason Bailey is finally unfiltered. I don't know what you want. With his bestest buddy and producer, all the way from Mexico, it's Nate, dude. Sit back, enjoy. Here is the podcast that is all about intellectually immature nonsense. Are a very particular set of skills. You will love it. Why? Because I'm Jason's neighbor. I'm old man Kevin. <laughs> and by God, this is the BS. Hi, there it is. Episode 75 of the BS. Thanks for being here. My name is Jason Bailey in the Golden Scissors Studio. Beautiful Roswell, Georgia. I'll sponsored by Stockton Mortgage. That Dave the Flash Flashner waiting for you to call him. Uh, when you close your home loan purchase or refinance with Stockton Mortgage, you'll automatically be entered into a mortgage-free sweepstakes. That means you could be chosen to have Stockton Mortgage cover your monthly mortgage payment up to $2,500 per month in 2023. That is absolutely fantastic. 561-951-0984 or Stockton.com slash Dave dash Flashner. Nader Tater Vaders in Mexico. Hola. Hola, buenos dias. How you guys doing? Uh, bien, gracias, Donato, el taco man. 
<laughs> I'm getting good. I'm getting good. You are. <laughs> I'm getting good. Time to move. Uh, there's a Brandon Thrasher in the Zelensky Studios in Noonan, Georgia. Hello, Brandon Thrasher. Hey, guys. I got real clothes on today. You see that? God, you're echoey today. What's going on? Echo. Yeah. What happened? Do I need to turn it down some? I don't know. You just sound really echoey, like echo, echo. like you're in a bunker, like you're in a cave. <laughs> like after all, the, after all these months of him talking about wanting his own studio, he still hasn't learned he needs acoustics on the walls. Yeah, we're getting drywall up put soon, and then I'll put some panels up there. Yeah, I got right. these big ones though. I told you to get a moving blanket and just put it behind you. Yeah, that looks weird. That looks bad. It doesn't look much fucking worse than your concrete <laughs> walls and your braille poster behind you that nobody can read. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the lovely, the gorgeous, the multi-talented, uh, the host of Not Your Typical Tea with Nikki D. It is Nikki D with us here in the studios. Hello, Nikki. Hi, guys. I miss y'all. I love coming in here. I know. What is Nikki? Hey. She was like, uh, I forget how this came about, but you text me. And you're like, I want to come in. And then I remember, you know, during the week, it's tough for you. But uh, when we have to change things up and record on a weekend... She was like, I want to come in. I was like, well, I, I can't have all these voices. It's going to be too much. So I had to tell Jill, sorry, but Nikki D is going to bump you from the oh next couple episodes. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. I apologize. Sorry. Not trying to be rude, but I just can't have all these. Other, like that Twitch stream that we did was just too much for me. It was it was just too many voices, too many people. It, it, it wasn't. I know it's supposed to be fun, and for the layman like Brandon, he's like, "Well, just all jump on the Twitch and we'll just all talk and have a." I mean, I worked with a guy like that. He thought that's just how it worked. It's not how it fucking works because everybody's just trying to jockey for position. No, that's what was happening. And somebody's got to be the quarterback, and that's always me. It's just tiring. I don't. According to the numbers, it worked very well. Okay, I did. I, I understand that, and and I and I told you I had a good time and I enjoyed it. And I'm waiting to do it again. I'm waiting for you to tell me when. Uh, I'm ready to rock and roll. I'm ready to twitch out with my bitch out or whatever it's called, you know. So I'm ready. Just tell me. Just gotta let. Right. You just gotta let me know when you wanna, when you wanna, when you wanna twitch, twitch, twitchy, twitch, 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 twitch eyes. I don't know. What no. No. Are you That's a, not it. are you twitching or are you just on? No, the, I'm streaming. You're streaming. Yeah, I'm well, on tag sh- now. You're on tag. Yeah. Why aren't we on tag? Why are we on Twitch? Never heard of tag. I don't know what tag is. Can't be on tag. What? Why is it a black thing? No, it's not a black thing. Oh. It's just a streaming thing. Well, we stream. Well, it was a different setup with Twitch. Like everybody could be on there together. It's not that way on tag. Oh, okay. One well, at a time. We don't want tag. Fuck you and your tag. We're taking. <laughs> it's a great movie. <laughs> it's a fantastic movie. That is one of the, my favorite movies. A lot of it filmed right up the street. At the, was it uh, North something Tavern, right? Yeah, North River Tavern. Yeah, it was uh, the Sandpiper in the movie. Yeah, it was awesome. It was absolutely amazing. All right, so the uh, I told you guys a couple weeks ago that we were cutting the cord. We made the decision to cut the cord. The DirecTV is in Rachel's name, so she had to call them up and say, hey, look, we're no longer, you know, want to do this, and thank God, because they, they do contracts. You know, that's such an old-school mentality with – you know, your television provider doing contracts, right? Right. Uh, people are sick of your fucking contracts. That's why they're no longer signing them and doing something else. So, uh, and I've always hated the contracts. I really, really have. I, 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 I hate them at the gym. I, I hate them everywhere. 
And so uh, she's like, they tried to get her to stay, you know, like, well, look, maybe you can just do the, the, the super low package and it's for X amount of dollars and this and this and that. I said, no, 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 no. We are, we are, we're cold turkey cutting the fucking cord. We're done. We're done with DirecTV. You know, and even now it's even better because DirecTV is getting ready to have some major problems. They're losing the Sunday ticket. The NFL is bailing out of the Sunday ticket with DirecTV. DirecTV was the uh, only provider of the Sunday ticket, and they're out. So that's going to be a problem for them. And I think they're going to go just streaming, which makes a lot of sense, right? Because you can watch your games anywhere you want and not have to worry about blackouts, you know, because that's, that's how football works. Anyway, so we cut the cord, but we didn't know what date the the um, the uh, DirecTV stopped. So just the other night, I was like, hey, do you know what date it is? She goes, no. I go, you didn't write that down? She goes, no. I said, you know, can you find out? Because out of nowhere, Wapowie, it's going to hit us in the noodle, and we're going to be without television, and I don't know what the fuck to do. Uh, and it's going to be like during an important day, right, where you you got to watch something or something like that. Well, lo and behold, wake up, Wimbledon finals. <laughs> And there's no DirecTV. <laughs> <laughs> Zero television. No DirecTV. Now, thank God it's on ESPN, which we were planning on getting YouTube TV anyway. And YouTube TV, if you buy, you have to buy the add-on, I think, the sports package, which is fine. It, it, you get the ESPN, you, we, and I can watch it. Nate, you should have been a fly on the wall. Trying to watch me and my wife try to figure this out on all of our televisions. <laughs> it was excruciating. It was like I I'm I'm pretty decent with tech stuff. I mean, I'm not tech stupid. Let's just put it that way. Rachel, on the other hand, is I mean, she's like a 95-year-old woman when it comes to anything technology. I, I text her in the morning that day and I said, uh, I said, you know, direct TV's out. You know, because I was getting ready to go play tennis. I was like, you know, maybe by the time I get back, you can figure something out. <laughs> maybe she can figure it out. <laughs> and she says, she goes, yeah, sure. What do you want me to do? I said, well, let's just order the YouTube TV. <laughs> and she goes, all right, fine. I'll call him here in a minute. I said, I don't think you call him, Rach. <laughs> <laughs> you just press a few buttons. That's, that's all, it. That's all you do. It's like the line, and this is 40. When uh, Paul Rudd uh, says to Albert Brooks, who plays his dad, or Albert Brooks says to Paul Rudd, he goes, how do I call eBay? (laughs) 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 So we got it, and it's almost working fine, but we finally cut the cord. But we're not, I mean, we're there, we're we're 100% cord cut, but trying to figure out on all of our televisions, that's another hurdle for us, Nate. So did you keep like Netflix and Hulu and all those things? Yep, got all those things. Got okay. all those things. So then yeah, you should good. be good. Yeah. Well, you finally did it. I'm yeah, proud of you. But but here's the thing. So you know we've got like in one room surround sound, which works off a tuner, and then we've got sound bars on two other televisions, right? Right. Uh, and I'm trying to figure out. Here's here's my conundrum, Nate. Maybe you can help me out with this. Here's my conundrum. Okay. I'm trying to figure out, I want one remote control. I, I, don't, I don't want like two or three different remote controls. That's old school. That drives me insane. And with the DirecTV, I really just had one control because I could sync up my soundbar. Now, I think there's a way 
you can use your soundbar with your Roku remote. But I have a Roku remote that doesn't have volume options on it on one of my televisions. That's a problem. <laughs> and, and, but the, if you hook your soundbar into, as long as it's not one of the sticks, if you hook it directly into the Roku, you know, then you can, I think, use your soundbar. But I want to I turn on my television with my Roku remote. Is that possible? It is, but I don't know about Roku. I have all my stuff linked with my Fire Sticks. So my Fire Stick remote controls my TV, my volume, everything. I can do everything with that one remote. So you got to be able to do the same thing with Roku. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't know what to do. I, I, I got to sit down and I got to think about it. I got to figure it out. Well, I know with the Fire Stick, when you uh, plug it in and you set it up, it walks you through linking your TV with the oh, remote. Shit. So maybe you skip that step when you first set it up. Yeah, maybe. Well, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't set anything up. YouTube will show you how to do it. YouTube shows you everything. Oh, there's two Nates on my screen. That's what I say. Nate's in double time. Nate, double Nate. There's, <laughs> there's, there's two Nates. I zoomed out, Nate. <laughs> yeah, it's a, zoomed, a zoomed out, Nate, and then there's just a Nate text font, Nate. Uh, th- did you hear any of that, Nate? Do you understand what, what my conundrum is? Yeah. Um, well, does your... Does your TV just have built-in apps to it? You might not even need your Roku. So that's the other problem. <laughs> uh, one of my tell... Well, I, I've got the TCL downstairs. Okay, so that's fine. You know, the TCL mm. TVs. I love those TVs. Those are great. Yeah. I have a... Do you remember like seven years ago when curved televisions were a thing? Yeah, for a, 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 a matter of about what television? 20, 25 minutes. The curve TV was a, a trending thing to buy. It, it's a, it's 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 curved. Uh uh-uh. uh, I missed that trend. Yeah, what was the concept of that? You know, you know why why we wanted curved TV? It's like a better viewing experience. I know on monitors it works great. I got a curved monitor, but um, I know on TVs I think it was bad because you had to be like sitting right in front of the TV, so people on the left and right looked like they were just looking at the side of a watermelon. Oh, okay. So yeah, that that's 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 the problem. Is is well, it's not the problem. Is is it's, it's it doesn't allow me to add apps to it. Or, or I'm sorry, it does, but I couldn't find the YouTube TV app to add. It allows me to add YouTube. It allows me to add YouTube Kids, and it's a Samsung television. I got it for free from Best Buy. I was doing endorsements from them, and they sent me this curved television, and it was like the, the, all the rage. So I, I still got it back there. So I'm thinking of just getting a new TV that's got the, the, the apps already in it. That just makes more sense because I need a bigger television anyway. It's only 65 inches. So, but yeah. you still got to well, make sure you I mean, get a TV that, you know, has the capability of adding apps. Because some of them have apps already in them, but they won't let you add them. Oh. What's that name? Uh, yeah, was it, well, if you're going to get a new, or if you're planning on getting a t- new TV, might as well. But I wouldn't go out of your way to do it because you can still, you know, sync up everything um, without that if you use something else. If you use like a Fire Stick or a Google TV or anything like that. Well, Is YouTube, is YouTube TV in the YouTube app? Did you check that? I looked for it. I couldn't find it. I would think that it would be in there, right? Like it would be an option, but I couldn't find it. So I don't know. I got to get it all in, in ready to go and, and good. But I got the red zone on the YouTube TV. So that'll be great for football season. That's all I really care about. Um, you know, and it's like, I think a total of 60 some bucks after the promotion ends or, you know, whatever. It right. says here, if you open up your YouTube app on the left side of the navigation, if you scroll down to the bottom, 
There's YouTube TV. Is there really? Yep. No. <laughs> I looked. <laughs> couldn't find it. So anyway, um, I'm part of it. People are saying that you'll never, you'll, you'll, you'll forget what it, you, you won't even remember what it was like before in just a matter of a couple of weeks. That's what people say. Yeah. This sounds about right. There's really no difference. It's just, you don't have a contract. It's cheaper and, um, and you can watch it anywhere on any device. But it's, it's funny how, if you grew up that way, now, if you didn't grow up that way, you know, Brandon, maybe you didn't grow up that way. You don't, you don't understand. You don't know. You don't get that feeling. Um, right there. YouTube but TV. that's on the app. Yeah, but it's not the on same my television way. app. Yeah, it's, it got to be the same. All right, we'll, we'll figure it out later. But what I'm saying, <laughs> what I'm saying is, like, if you grew up with with you know the cable television era, like I grew up when there wasn't cable television, so I grew up pre cable television. I grew up when there was just a couple channels, and you had the bunny ears, and then 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 direct TV up north, which I talk about, and like a handful of people know what I'm talking about. And then cable television starts to take over the country. And then you start to get in all these channels and then the monopolies of cable television or cable networks, you know, Dish and DirecTV and all mm-hmm. these people. And then they would suck you in and they would, they, would, they would almost make it where they would make it where you needed them. And that was a big mentality like 80s into the 90s of, you know, these companies are like, you need us. We can do, say, whatever we want, treat you however we want, and you have to abide by it. And if you don't, that's fine. Go fuck yourself. You just won't have television. Well, present day, not the case anymore. You know, people have gotten smart, and they said, you know what? If you're going to act that way, I want to spend my entire life creating an app to put (laughs) you out of fucking business. (laughs) And we'll see how big and tall you stand when it's all said and done. And, and that's that's what they did, you know. Um, so it's uh, it's it's you know, blockbuster people probably got pissed off at Be Kind Rewind and late fees, and Redbox, and then Netflix said, "Hey, look, we got a better concept. Let's just do it this way because we have the technology to do it this way." Yep. Remember, Blockbuster had the opportunity to buy Netflix for pennies on the dollar in a meeting. But the guy that ran Blockbuster said it was a fad. It was not going to mount anything and told him to go GFY. <laughs> like the biggest regret ever uh, from uh, from Blockbuster people. There's no doubt about that. So anyway, are you, everybody's cord cut, right? Nobody has. No, I still have cable. No, we got, yeah. Oh. We got Spectrum. Oh, I have uh, Xfinity. So old school, Nate. <laughs> old Dude, f- right? who are these fucking old fogies we're on this podcast? Oh, my with? God. You took the words right out of my old fogies. <laughs> I still have a house you guys phone. Do the la- you still got your landline, too? Yep, I sure do. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, she tried to get a hold of me by faxing me a message the other day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know you're well, not talking because I- you actually still have a fax machine. Yeah. Well, that's why no, I didn't reply because I didn't have a yeah. fax machine. Nikki wanted to come over Friday night and she was like, Hey, can we do movie night? I was like, sure. So she brought over brought over a VHS tape. <laughs> yeah. I, I tried to page her, but I didn't get a call back. <laughs> I loved my pager, thank you. I got in lots of trouble for that thing. <laughs> I even put nine one one after it. Yeah, sure. Four one one. No, it was nine one one. If you needed a call back immediately, the booty call was uh, five or eight eight zero zero eight five. That was the booty call. Oh, boobs, boobs. Yeah. 
Better than the calculator. I think it was 69. Uh, or 69, sure. Yeah. yeah. And, then, nasty. And, then, and then, like, uh, if you're, you're having a bad time. I mean, this was texting before texting. Yeah. You know, so if you're having a bad time, you would do uh, four, what was it? Four, three, seven, seven. No. Yeah, then you flip it upside down and it spells hell. Right? Just like oh, 403 yeah. was ho. What was it? Ho, 403. <laughs> 403. And when you flip it, it was ho. Yeah, but you, you you do realize that's how you spell ho, the lawn. Yeah, but that's how we did it on pagers. <laughs> Not ho, ho, if you're talking about a loose woman, is just. But we wanted it. Don't worry about it. No, I'm worried about don't it because I don't it. want you to page somebody on your pager <laughs> the wrong hoe, and they're gonna think that's the way we type it. We don't type H O. You're gonna people are gonna think you're working with Brandon. <laughs> I do work with Brandon. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking about lawn service and stuff. <laughs> talking about hoes, anyway. So I cut the cord. I'm very, very excited about that. Did you like do it like actual cut the cord like they do at like a piggy wiggly opening ceremony? Yep, just like at a piggy wiggly ceremony. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we had the big giant scissors and everything. Yep, that's what yeah. we did. Uh, give everybody an update on podcast and pours because there's a little uh, pivot that we have to do here. It's it's not horrible, you know. It's just not fantastic, right? But it's not horrible. Um, it's going to be great. But I'm just not a very patient man. Very interesting story. Third Eye Blind is fucking your mother. Uh, the band, Third Eye Blind. Stephen Jenkins, Third Eye Blind, you guys know. But she won't about to let my friend. That's great. Yeah. yeah. One of my favorite songs. Jim Carrey did it in Yes Man very well. Uh, I love Third Eye Blind, just to let you know. Uh, Steven, Steven Jenkins is an interesting guy. There's a girl that I know that he would sleep with whenever he would roll through town. This is some years ago. Uh, he's a good-looking guy. He used to date Charlize Theron, right, for a very long time. Uh, they actually started out, I believe, uh, they wanted to be a hip-hop band, and were persuaded to go into pop rock or just rock at the time and became a very successful band, you know, semi charm life, obviously big song. So this, this Reddit thread, um, and I guess this was like back from 2012 and for some reason has become a thing again, but, uh, I'll, I'll read this to you. It's been quite some time since third eye blind gave us a glimpse of their semi charmed life. <laughs> According to this resurfaced Reddit thread from 2012, the ripples of the 1990s rock band Glory, Day, uh, Glory Days remain if you're to believe the Redditors. Third Eye Blind has wrecked relationships all across the country, and it's not just because couples still can't agree on what Stephen Jenkins is saying. No, it's a lot sexier than that. It all started a decade ago when original poster took to Reddit to say, quote-unquote, I think my wife cheated on me, but I have no proof. The poster spun a tale of marital confusion. It has started out with a chain events uh, that began with concert tickets for Third Eye Blind and led down a scandalous path to betrayal and a broken heart. Married less than a year, both in our mid-20s, the poster wrote. She gets concert tickets for Christmas. Naturally, I assume I'm going with her. Nope. She wants to take someone from work because he is supposedly a huge fan of the band. She tells me he's gay. I'm upset, but I decide not to start a fight about it. Anyway, I guess... Uh, 
She gets the tickets, didn't hear back from her until the next day. And then she's waiting for the subway station to go back to her hotel. She eventually gets home at 4.30 p.m. the next day. So, um, you know, I, I read this story, and I, I don't think that it's in, it, not inaccurate. You know, like, bands still fuck girls. Guys and bands still fuck girls. I mean, it's, it's, it's a thing, right? But think about the older bands, okay? These guys are in their 50s now. means that their fan base, the chicks are in their 50s now and they're married and they got kids and these bands are now more obtainable than when they were at the peak of their careers when they were untouchable i mean if you were gonna fuck the guy in the band during those days you had to catch the drumsticks the roadie had to pick you out of the crowd you had to be a really hot piece of ass okay now not so much they might be playing you know bill's drinking piss and pizza parlor down the street on a Wednesday night and you just happen to be there and go, Oh my God, I love this song. I love this band. And there's 20 people there. And Steven Jenkins is like, I could go for a blowjob." You're like, Oh my God, I'm the biggest Steven Jenkins fan ever. <laughs> my husband and my kids will never know, but I get to blow Steven Jenkins. I've been waiting 30 years for this. I can see that happening and happening actually quite often, to be honest with you. Nate, do you see that as a possibility with all these older bands going back, running through the chicks 30 years past their prime? Oh, 100%. Especially at like a concert you just went to, like the Backstreet Boys. Um, all those girls there are now women and, and mothers, and, and I think they want to really live some of their glory days. So if they had the opportunity, I'm sure they would. I thought about that at the Backstreet Boys concert. And the one guy that would do it in the in the Backstreet Boys would be Nick Carter. He was always the playboy, right? You know, right. Howie's married, and he's not that guy. Um, Brian's married. He's not that guy. AJ's married. He's not that guy, believe it or not. Kevin, I believe, is married. Not that guy. Nick's the playboy. You know, and there's nothing wrong with that. He's just a playboy. And I was thinking about that. All these women, and I'm looking at... All these these mothers that look like mothers, you know, body takes a different shape after a couple kids and some time and some bonbons and whatnot. But their daughters are now in the Backstreet Boys and the daughters are hot. You almost wonder if the mom gives up the daughter to live vicariously through her hot daughter to bang a Backstreet Boy who's eh, not in his prime either, but he's still up on stage singing, Everybody. you know, that kind of thing. And like, does the mom just sit in the corner of the room and watch her daughter get banged by Ew. a Backstreet Boy? Ew. 100%. No. <laughs> no way. She might, she might still know, like, the, some password for backstage or whatever. She's like, you just got to go to the door and say, watermelon, and they'll let you in. <laughs> <laughs> She's passing down the secrets. <laughs> like, wow, we haven't used that password in 32 years. <laughs> You remember that? Oh, yeah, Saskatchewan. Mm -hmm. That was a good tour. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. <laughs> the poster wanted to know why it took his long, wife so long to get back to her hotel room, but the implications were obvious. She says they partied all night. She took prescription drugs and drank a lot. That's responsible. The poster explained before adding that his wife claimed to have amnesia from the hangover, but admitted that she must have slept in the band suite. Fast forward a day or so, she gets out of the shower. I noticed she shaved her pubes. I asked her when she did that. She says, Friday. Here's the thing. My wife never shaves her pubes. The hurt and confused <laughs> husband laminated. 
that's even weirder because I mean, you, you never do this, and you're like, you know what, third eye blind wants a nice shaved uh, vagina. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to change my life for this. <laughs> she couldn't take no chances. She had to make sure just in case. Uh, almost as soon as it went up, the post inspired a delu- uh, deluge of comments and questions. Um, she, For instance, one day, this guy, poster, realized his wife was still signed in on his computer. She used her account for Gone Wild, which I knew about and supported, but what I didn't expect is she was sending photos to guys via PM. Uh, he confided in the follow post. I continue, continue. God, that's crazy. Um, another guy's wife. I had my first threesome with a member of a famous '90s rock band and a friend. She, I bet you, God, man, these guys are still just, just, just. I mean, you gotta swallow your pride maybe a little bit, but you're still, you're still in it, right? You've got, yeah. you've got three decades of pent up horniness. And these women that are just waiting to escape all over your guitar. Now, if you're a fan of the band and you can't get to the lead singer, do you bang the bassist? Which is always like the last guy to bang, right? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I guess maybe if you know him, I don't know if it's if you would just because he's in the band. Uh, I feel like it'd have to be a known name, maybe. I don't think so. I, I had um, the bus drivers of the Backstreet Boys staying in our hotel, and there were women that were down there that found out they were just the bus drivers, and I know they went up to their rooms with them. They don't care. The bus drivers? <laughs> the are... bus drivers. Damn. That's how powerful you are when your bus drivers are getting ass because of you. You fucking made it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> That's like if somebody was a huge... You know, Nate fan of the Bailey Show podcast, <laughs> and they banged my neighbor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> That's the equivalent <laughs> of that. Uh, God, so oh, let me finish this. Uh, it gets better here. Uh, the first thing I did was speak to a lawyer about my options. Then I confronted her about it. And she said it was all. Uh, she said it was only half true. She said she embellished and that her friend is really is gay, and that she and the bassist made out and did oral. That's when I left the apartment, headed straight for the hospital to get tested for STDs. When he got home, several hours later, his life admitted that it wasn't just oral; they had penetrative sex because that's what you call it. He signed <laughs> off with some of the saddest words ever posted online: "TL semicolon dr." Reddit, you were right. What does that mean? Too long, didn't read. Oh. It's like, it's usually, they put it, if somebody tells a long story, you, you like summarize it in like a sentence. Somebody replied, LOL, I know a girl that cheated on her husband with a lead singer too. <laughs> uh, this is wild. I had a friend in college who followed Third Eye Blind and would regularly text the lead singer. Uh, I'm also like 85% sure she cheated on her husband with him. And uh, they also s- uh, separated. Though they are back together now. The stories are ultimately very different, but there is enough overlap that I'm a little shook. God, that's crazy. But now, is there a band that's big enough, either past, present, that you would be like, dude, pff, okay, I get it. You're cool. I know you're not leaving me for him, but that's kind of cool. I kind of want to hear the details. Anybody, Nate? 
Nah, not really. I mean, like if I'm going to be completely honest, no, probably not. Cause it doesn't matter who, who it is. I mean, they're still cheating on you. So I don't think it, the, the cool, the cool factor would be if it happened to you when you were single or something, you could retell the story, but it's not really a story I want to tell anybody, you know, Hey, the guy was a uh, railing my wife. Just thought it was pretty cool. Huh? Eve six, which is a great band, but on Twitter, they're phenomenal. Uh, they had posted, this was a couple years ago. I ever tell you guys about the time the guy from Third Eye Blind told me he fucked my girlfriend? <laughs> I have nothing but love for Third Eye Blind. He's such an asshole. He's almost generous. I wish Rockstar still like uh, still like that still existed. Uh, like there's an entertainment value to his abject shitty personality that's completely missing in today's culture. Uh, it's border like they take shots at people, but then put them over like, God, he's the best asshole. He killed my wife. I loved her, but didn't really like her. He did me a favor, but he was wrong. Wish more people were wrong like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny because the Eve. So Eve six. Here's here's what I know. The girl that I know that used to sleep with Stephen Jenkins. Introduced. Dave Grohl of the Foo Fighters to his wife, Jordan and who he's got kids with and the great relationship and whatnot. Um, but her either Jordan or her, either it was her or Jordan were banging the drummer of Eve six. I want to say it was very incestual. So I don't know. Maybe he's talking about her possibly. I don't know. That's uh, very interesting. I thought it was say this girl, by the way, um, I had a kind of kind of a crush on her a little bit. Like when she told me that she was banging, like that she, I think she said, I hang out with Steven Jenkins when he's in town. That was kind of a turn on. Cause I was a huge third eye blind fan. I was like, we would go in the car and go to the store and we'd sing third eye blind together. And I'm like, she's actually like, as she's singing Third Eye Blind out of her mouth, she takes Third Eye Blind in her mouth. Like, there's something to be said about that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. That's sexy, right? A little sexy? No. Uh, I don't know if it's sexy. It's it's cool. I mean, as long as they're not your girlfriend. Yeah, but, th- like, if it's your girlfriend, bad, but if you get afterwards, that's fine, right? Afterwards, yeah. 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 Yeah, afterwards it's fine. Like they're like, it's yeah, a cool you know, story. I banged Willie Nelson one time. You want to have sex? I'm like, yeah, sure. That's cool. Yeah, I think that's cool. Like my friend growing up, his mom like dated Brad Pitt in college or something like that. So she always tells people that. Way you know? cool, dude. Yeah. That's yeah. so cool. And Madison's godmother, she slept with Ludacris. I've always thought that was cool. That's really cool as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh. yeah Did you so. say Madison's grandmother slept with Ludacris? Godmother. Godmother. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> <Think> Granny. <laughs> godmother. Fast and forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> she was in college. Uh, all right. Uh, how, how, how old was she about the same age as Ludacris? At that time when she slept with him, she was like 20, 19, something like that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. I got some bragging rights. I used to date Carrot Top's girlfriend. Hmm? How about that one? <laughs> oh, that's pretty yeah. impressive. Yeah. She was a great girl, too. Unfortunately, <laughs> Mrs. Top. <laughs> unfortunately, I didn't like her laugh, but uh, she was an amazing girl. Very, very beautiful. Very, A lot of fun to be around. I just couldn't commit. She wanted a commitment. I couldn't commit. Oh. I think that was intimidating, actually. And I know, you know, like from Scott from back in the day, because he's from Orlando. 
I kind of think I was intimidated by it at the time. I was like, why is she with me? And I'm like, I'm a nobody. How long had they been broken up before she got with you? I uh, mean, was he still relevant? I don't think so. Okay. But I think he had a threesome with her, which I was like, oh, my God. But I was like, I don't know if I can pull that off. (laughs) You know, because I knew at a young age I wasn't very good in bed. I was like, Jesus, I don't know. That's like I'm competing with Carrot Top. I mean, his like his life is props. <laughs> like, I don't know if I can do that. Uh, so that was one of them. What was the? Oh, uh, this girl I hooked up with hooked up with the drummer from Sublime at one time. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah, that neat. That's kind of neat. She remember, yeah. she, remember she told me that I was like, God, <laughs> kind of cool. Not gonna lie. <laughs> you wouldn't have Brandon is it. Brandon, is there a rapper that you'd let uh, your girlfriend hook up with? Uh, you'd probably let Lil Wayne. He seems like he'd t- treat her right, you know. You got a girlfriend? That's what I was getting yeah. ready to ask. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you had one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably if, Lil Wayne. If, if you had a girlfriend. Yeah, Lil Wayne. I don't see why not. Okay, so, so you're at a Lil Wayne, con- you're at Lil Wayne concert. Okay. Uh-huh. And you've had a little too much to drink. <laughs> and your girls had a little too much to drink as well. And Lil Wayne's old roadie uh, grabs you out of the old crowd and takes you to this back room where there's a little bed in there. And he's got a little Hennessy to drink. And he brings you back there and he propositions you and says, I like your little girlfriend. Would you mind if old Wayne gave her little Peter and you can watch? Would you do it? Yeah, yeah, I would definitely watch. I don't know if I could still be with her afterwards, but I think it'd be better to watch Lil Wayne bang a girl while I'm in there and then just break up with her afterwards, like a week later, you know. Your answer should have been just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so you would you would watch and break up with her afterwards because you know that you, you can't compete with that. She's always going to be thinking of Lil Wayne. Well, it's like, you know, damn, bitch, you cheated on me. But then it's like, you know, I watched it happen. And I was like, what's better, having a girlfriend that cheated on you or watching Lil Wayne bang someone that you banged? It'd be Eskimo Brothers. That'd be pretty cool. But is it cheating if you went with her? You were but, a willing party. Yeah, I'm not going to tell her it's cheating. I'm not going to be like, oh, no, it's fine. It's good. You're good. You go ahead. And then a week later, just like, yeah, you know, I really just wanted to watch that. So what, what, <laughs> we're what, done. We'll see you. What if he wanted you to join in? Oh, that'd be even better. <laughs> But he was grabbing your junk. Oh, I don't know about that. Oh, yeah. I just had to close my eyes. Yeah. He's like, no, no, no. Put your, put your girl over there just for a couple minutes. He comes, up, now. he comes up behind you and starts following you and grinding up on your ass. Well, you know he kissed little babies, so he kisses. Oh, he kisses little babies. The yeah. baby. Oh, the babies. He kisses the, baby the babies. Or, or little baby. The baby. Baby, yeah. like from Brandon's from his baby. from his <laughs> camp, not little baby and dub baby, baby, like the original from Louisiana. Like, put some respect on my name, oh, that baby. Okay, so yeah. Lil Wayne had sex with little baby and had dub baby. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Is there a little crib no, involved? They had, a, they had a little baby with baby. They had a little baby oh. with baby. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay, so Lil Wayne had sex with dub baby, and out came a little baby. <laughs> Right, he just kissed baby, but I don't know if they had sex. He's just is that weird as like a maybe a a rap groupie to go to your girlfriend's and you're like, yeah, I hooked up with a baby this weekend. Like what? I say that all the time. My daughter gets so pissed at me (laughs) because I'm getting ready to take her back to a birthday bash, and she's like, little Uzi Vert's gonna be there this time. I'm like, oh my gosh, here we go. That's another thing is like the name. Like if even if you were a metalhead and 
you wanted to say there was some crazy German metal band called Pig Fuck, you know, and you're like, oh my god, I had sex with the lead singer Pig Fuck. It's just and his and his name is like Meatloaf Vomit, or like he's got some goofy nickname. Like there's something to be said about that, right? You won't date a girl for a long period of time if she's or you probably won't even start if she's got a weird name because you got to say the name over and over again. Uh, if you don't yeah. like it and the same with women, it, women, it's even, it's even worse because if they're looking at marriage and they're going to take your last name and if they don't like your last name <laughs> that like, I, I knew I could never date a Haley because there's no girl named Haley that's going to want to marry, marry Jason Bailey. Haley Bailey. Yeah, nobody wants to be Haley Bailey. It's like <laughs> Julia Gulia. Nobody wants yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> So to say that you, so you fuck little little baby is just weird. Like, you know. Yeah. But I think it, it's like the persona behind it because, if, like you were saying, like meatloaf, like if you said I had sex with meatloaf this weekend, like that sounds really fucking weird. But but if you told me that, knowing who meatloaf is, I'd be like, that's pretty cool. You had exactly. sex with meatloaf. I banged Hootie last night. What? what? <laughs> I wasn't that good looking. I could only get the blowfish. <laughs> Dude, the blowfish ran a train on me last night. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me? What? Uh, Chumbawamba just ran it up on my mom the other night. I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> They're back torn. <laughs> you blue fish? No, no, no. Blow fish. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, is there anybody you'd be embarrassed with, Nate? Let's say, let's just say, hypothetically speaking, Alexis cheats on you. There's a band, comes down to Playa de Carmen, Mexico, performs, they pull her back, blah, blah, blah. Um, man, your relationship's over, but you don't want to tell anybody because you're embarrassed because your wife cheated on you with fill in the blank. I think it would have to be anything that's kind of, I don't know, like a joke or like a one hit wonder kind of, I mean, like if you say, yeah, my, my wife hooked up with Chumbawamba this weekend. <laughs> Damn it. W- w- William hung. Oh, that was his name. No, no, yeah, no. I, what, the guy, guy from American idol, you know, the, the, she bang, she bang, oh, she, yeah. bang she bang that guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. That would be embarrassing. Or the guy with all the YouTube views and the sells pistachios. It's the Asian guy. Oh, um, the 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 Dungaman, yeah. Dungaman, yeah, ga- Gangnam style, Gangnam yeah. style. That's what. Oh, it is. PSY or whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah, Psy, Psy, Psy yeah, okay. Gangnam style. Yeah, where's your wife at? This fucking Gangnam style guy. What? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't tell anybody that either. <laughs> Wife's banging Millie Vanilli. Which one? The Vanilli. Sucks. <laughs> Blame it on the rain. Uh, Brandon, there's nobody that you'd be embarrassed, right? You'd be just screaming it from the mountaintops, probably. Yeah, I can't think of anyone on the top of my head. You know, it'd probably just be the same scenario. It wouldn't be as cool if it was someone besides Lil Wayne, you know, a lower tier, but I'd probably still do the same scenario. Watch, break up, talk about it. Depends mm-hmm. on who it was. Maybe talk about it a little less. Okay. Uh, Nikki, you'd be the reverse. So artists that you're sleeping with would be that I would sleep with. Yeah. Pretty much anybody. Uh, right? I wouldn't sleep with anybody, but a lot of them, as long as they got a two turntables and a microphone. No, it's, it's like, okay, right now, one of the hottest artists that I would sleep with, like attracted to us would be tank, but taint tank. Who's he's Taint? A, he's an R&B artist that's extremely, extremely fine. But Didn't somebody tell him that Taint is a horrible name? It's Tank. T-A-N-K. Oh, I thought you said Taint. 
Oh no, tank. Oh god. I mean, you... am I not pronouncing tank correctly? What do you want me to do? That's the acoustics Jeez. in the studio. I thought I thought you were talking about little tank. <laughs> no. <laughs> tank. He's an R and B artist. Gotcha. I love the singing. I love the swooning of it all. But swooning. allegedly he could be a little bisexual, so I'd be probably embarrassed, but I still do it. But that's fine. He likes women as well. Old tank can go he he goes both ways. <laughs> But I don't want him to. Yeah, I don't you, want him to oh, go my you, way. You do. You don't want. You don't want any. You don't want him Mm-mm. doing the dudes. Yeah. Not at all. I got gotcha. you. No thanks. What about somebody be embarrassed? That would be a little tank. Okay, so here's a good example of when he was hot, I wouldn't have been embarrassed. And now I met the guy from One Twelve, Parker. Now back in the day, One Twelve was hot. Every girl wanted to sleep with One Twelve. But I saw him in 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 person uh, like a year ago, and he looks a mess now. So if I would have slept with him when I saw him, it would have still been like I slept with somebody from One Twelve. But mm, he's not cute anymore. That's one person, One Twelve. It's a group. Oh, it's a group. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're in cream. Yeah, they're I like because you know that I'm a fiend. They're like <laughs> they're like almost half as good as three eleven. <laughs> <laughs> That's old dad joke, numbers joke, pun joke, right there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, I got another good one. Um, the Baja men. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because if if you if your boys found out your girl did, you know, like maybe you're younger, you're out at the bar, and then they all start who let the dogs? They just be fucking with you. They put on the jukebox. (laughs) Or or a band. You know, here's the flip side. If it's not just so much a goofy band, because I mean they fucking want a Grammy for that song. So, but if it's not just a goofy band, but it's a song, a band that their music is played everywhere all the time. Like, you know, my generation, you're, let's say Rage slept with a guy from Lit. You hear Lit yeah. in every single 90s movie that was ever made, right? I mean, all the American pies. Like, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Like, when am I going to stop being reminded of this? That's like a curse. Women, if you did that, if you slept with somebody in a band and, and your current guy or husband or boyfriend or whatever does not know, don't tell him. Because that's not going to go over well. It's just he's going to be constantly reminded of that dude's dick. And that's not cool. Right? So don't do that. Just a little <laughs> FYI. Well, thanks for that. Yeah. Well, did you not realize that, Nikki? I didn't until you just told me. So, so I said thanks. Yeah, you don't. I mean, you want to brag about it, right? I'm really honest. So I'm, I'm honest you know? to a fault sometimes. Yeah. You know, when people say that, it, I hate. It's the truth. I'm so honest. I'm honest to a fault. No, 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 you're not. You shut your mouth when you need to shut your mouth. All right. That doesn't mean you're not being honest. It just means you're not divulging all the information because people that say they're honest and they have to tell you everything, what they're trying to say is, let me brag about myself. I have to just get it out in the open because I'm so honest of a person not realizing that you don't have to say everything. I don't have to say everything. I said thank you for enlightening me. Why are you so upset about it? I'm not. I just want to make Jeez, sure we're on the look. If you're your gonna, head starts shaking over there and everything, you're gonna bang down. taint. I want to make sure that K K tank tainted love <laughs> <laughs> tainted love. <laughs> All right, uh, Nate's Mexico moment. We'll get to that here momentarily. Nate, are you ready to go with that? Yes. Okay. Podcast and pours two. The first one was phenomenal. We had like over 500 people, no gimmicks, just hanging out at Pontoon Brewing in Sandy Springs, Georgia. 
it was amazing. It was bigger than I expected, right? A lot of people. I thought there was going to be like 50 people out there. No. We had people drive from five different states just yes. to come out and say hi. Mm -hmm. It was very humbling. I will tell you that. It was very, very humbling. It gave me all the faith in the world that this podcast project can and will work. Uh, so, you know, people immediately afterwards were like, when are you doing the next one? Well, I had a vision for the next one, and I wanted to make the next one bigger. Like, oh, it, it, it's been a very long time. I've had this vision in my head for numerous things that I've done in my radio career that I never could make happen because I had so many Either it was an obstacle or just a straight up in your face roadblock. But now, um, while working with other people, I'm able to do these things that I've always wanted to do. So we we had a. I, I know I've told everybody July 15th is when tickets were going to go on sale, and I'd give you all the information and blah blah blah. Well, I have to go back on that promise, and I apologize. So a couple things came up about the original day uh, date. And there was an opportunity to push it back a couple weeks to make it bigger. Um, and with that means that there's still a couple more emails that have to go back and forth with some people regarding some attractions that are going to be there. So bear with me. Um, we're getting there. And I should sooner than later, definitely by the end of the month, have all the details for you. We should be able to go on sale by the end of the month, if not the beginning of August. Uh, so it, it's going to happen. I'm just trying to make it bigger for you. Uh, and that's it. I mean, that's that's the bottom line. So July 15th, that announcement has been nixed, but it shouldn't be that far afterwards that we do make the announcement and you're able to purchase tickets and come out. And when you hear all the gimmicks and some things will be uh, possibly a throwback, to something that you've always enjoyed, you've always loved, and we're going to find a new way to do it. So uh, other than that, you know, like, you, Nate, you know how I have zero patience, right? And I was so excited to, to make this announcement. It, everything was done. And then one little thing happened, and then which turned into, okay, well, how do we turn this negative into a positive? Oh, well, I originally wanted to do that anyway. So this is going to be great. Because we can hit, kill, kill like three or four birds with one stone. Um, but I have zero patience. I was very excited. And I'm, now I'm very disappointed. But I'm still very excited. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I know. You just want to, you get excited. You want to get it out there. But sometimes you got to <sighs> wait for one loop to be filled before you go on to the next one. And it takes time. <sighs> Can't wait to kill some birds. No. <laughs> metaphorically speaking, you dumbo. <laughs> I met. I know. I was on the same waveform with you. Uh, save waveform. Okay, <laughs> Nikki, you understand. I do. Okay, you understand it's my frustration. Clear. I've been working very, very hard on this. Very hard. And then it was like, <laughs> uh, whatever. All right, let's do Nate's uh, Mexico. <laughs> and now a Mexico moment with Nate. Yeah, all right, Nate, go ahead. 
Mexico Moment with Nate, sponsored by Furry Family Comfort Care. Stephanie is a registered veterinary technician certified in hospice and palliative care for dogs and cats with over 20 years experience. They do mobile and virtual assessments, things like, do I need to take my dog or cat to the vet for this? They also will provide you with a personal nurse for your fur baby that can collaborate with your vet to ensure the best care for your pet. And now if you mention the BS, you get 50% off your first appointment, whether it be a consultation about your pet's health, hospice consult, cold laser therapy, or 50% off one night for your dog or cat to the Furry Family Comfort Care Resort. You can find them at FurryFamilyCC.com. That's FurryFamilyCC.com. Yeah, she's very popular on our social media. People are always asking, who's the who's the person with the with the pets? Who's the person with the dogs? You know, and she's very active on our social media as well. So Stephanie will reply back with, it's Furry Family Comfort Care. And other people will. She's fantastic. And a lot of people are using her. So I'm glad to see. See, advertising with the BS works. I'm trying to tell you. I I just had to recut a commercial for Rockland Contracting telling you not to call him right now. (laughs) Because he's got. (laughs) I don't think I've ever done that before in my entire life of America. I had to recut a commercial for a client saying they can't take your business right now because they've gotten too much business and it's solely because of the two percenters. I mean, I know that for a fact. You two percenters, a lot of you motherfuckers got new decks this this summer and springtime because that's all <laughs> David Honks has been doing. So he was like, can you just tell him to, to start booking for fall? And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. We can do that. So it works. And if that interests you or your business, get a hold of us through the website, podcastthebs.com. All right, Nate, go ahead. Yeah, so over the 4th of July uh, weekend, uh, Alexis's best friend, Chrissy came down to visit. She's actually the one that introduced us together, but they, they've been friends for decades. And, uh, so she came down with her boyfriend and, uh, and they stayed in Plato Carmen for the weekend. And we took them to these, uh, this brunch, the same brunch that we took you guys to Jason. You remember? Oh, the one I embarrassed you at? No, I don't think. Oh, the rooftop one, right? Oh, the rooftop yeah. one. Oh yeah. The one where I got sick, not because of the food, but I just got sick in general. That <laughs> yeah. was, that oh, was yeah, phenomenal. Brandon- that was great. You were there too, right? Yeah, I was there. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, it's four-course um, brunch, basically, yeah. and it's unlimited beers and mimosas and stuff. So so we took them to that, and we were uh, they had actually came a little bit later because they weren't done getting ready. So we went, and we got the table and everything, and so we're sitting there, um, and they show up maybe like 10, 15 minutes later, and everything was fine. Go through the brunch. It was great. Uh, and then we get back to the their Airbnb pool, and we're sitting there, and she gets this call, and she looks like like something's wrong, like there's somebody in the hospital or something. She just looks kind of like in shock, and she's like, "Uh huh, okay, no, really, oh, oh my god, okay, all right, all right, I'll, I'll check, I'll check my messages." And so she gets off, she looks at her phone, checks this message, watches this video, and she's like shit shows us the video and it is a video of her her friend had called her and saw her online on this famous instagrammers uh instagram reel and the story at the time there the the instagram reel had like sixty thousand views or something and uh and i think at this point it has like one hundred and seventy four thousand views and it's this guy md motivator uh, he has 1.7 million followers, and he it says trying to make kindness cool, donate to future videos. And so I guess when she was wa- her and her boyfriend were walking to brunch, this guy is in Playa del Carmen, and he's asking people if they want to go skydiving for free. 
And uh, so the, in the video, you see her, uh, her friend Chrissy and her boyfriend walk by and he's like, Hey, you want to go skydiving for free? And she's like, Nope, I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> and she's, she, she goes, uh, I got brunch to get to. And then some other ladies walk by, he does the same thing. And they're like, that sounds dangerous. I'm not going with a stranger to go skydiving. And then he goes in the video. Actually, here, let me send it to you guys. And in the video, he goes up to like some guy working one of the little gift shops uh, just on the street. And and I think he as far as I remember, he asked him, like, how much he normally makes a day or whatever or, or what he has to, like, you know, earn. And so he pays him that amount of money and then he takes this dude and takes him skydiving. So they, they like, they could have gone skydiving for free if they would have just said yes, yes to this guy and probably gotten a bunch of money and shit too. There's a, there's a lot of those people on Instagram. There's a guy named Charlie. I think he lives in Orlando uh, and he does all these really good deeds and, and it's cool. You know, it's, 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 it's great to see and the world needs more of it, but I find it hard to believe that all of these Instagram accounts with these people that are doing these good deeds that usually entail giving cash are giving them their own money because they're like 20-somethings. They don't have the money. So where are they getting the money from? So I'm almost thinking that these accounts are brokered. You know, they're, they're, they're marked by somebody that's got cash, and there's a payout that you just never see somehow for somebody else. No, I mean, these are all, they're all millionaires. Like the Mr. Beast guy, Brandon, yeah, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. He, he's like a multimillionaire. They, they just make money off of their views and they, they do nice things in their videos and then they get more money from the views and then they have the money to continually do nice things for these people. Yeah. But I mean, how much money are they, are they really making? You get monetized from Facebook and Instagram. Like one of my big influencers that I follow on Facebook, she's going through this whole scandal right now because this lady stole her Facebook page. And from December to I think March, she got over $30,000 that Facebook would have been paying her. It went into that lady's account. Wow. And all she does is makeup videos. Just like I do. Wow. Yeah. Like, I'm looking at Miss. Mr. Beast makes uh, $55,000 per day with his videos ads. What? <laughs> yeah, you yeah. get monetized, you get paid. That's the titties right there, man. 55 k <laughs> a day for... What kind of videos does Mr. Beast put out there? Oh, he does, like, crazy shit. I, I mean, I could, I don't even know all of them, but, like, one of them he did was a Squid Game recreation, and it cost him $3.5 million to make the, the YouTube video. But he, I think they figured out he's going to either break even or just make a little bit more. But he has a whole team of people. I mean, he yeah. has, like... He has his own company, and yeah. it's, it's insane how much he's made. Yeah, that'd be great if you know, back in the day a thing was you know everybody wanted to start their own production company. You know, let's pre-social media, and if you've got that skill set then, and you had a production company and wanted to take it into modern times, producing the content and getting the views, you wouldn't even need clients. You know, you just have the resources in house to do some cool shit. That people want to watch, you know. I wonder how many production companies turned into just an Instagram account because they could produce oh, yeah. the cool stuff. Well, and that Mr. Beast guy, he has his own casting agent, and that he casts people for his videos because he's found out it it's more time consuming just grabbing people off the streets to like interact in things, and they're they're not very good at branding. I mean, we all know, you know, doing street audio and stuff. <laughs> They're not always the greatest. Um, so, yeah, he's just like, fuck it. Let's just get a casting director. And they, they just have auditions and cast people for his YouTube videos. Do you think that if it doesn't matter what age you are, if you were to tell somebody like they'd ask you because, you know, I struggle with this when people ask me what I do for a living. 
Like when I did radio, it was fine. Um, I do radio. What does that mean? You do radio. You talk on the radio. That would, every time that's what they'd say. I say, yeah, I host a morning show on such and such and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I've heard, oh, that's you. You know, that kind of thing. Or it's like, oh, very cool. You know, one of the two. But it was a job, right? It was a real job. Maybe it's because I'm 47. I'm a Gen Xer. I still find it hard to believe that what we're doing is a real job, even though it has financially turned into a real job. Um, which is great, but it's hard for me to tell people, what do you do for, like, there was a guy at the tennis court, this guy, he's like 150 years old, right? He says to me the other day, he screams at me, he goes, did you get a new radio show yet? You know, said, no, still (laughs) podcasting. Let me know when you get a new radio show. Listen to the podcast. That kind of thing. So my question is, is, is it acceptable now because uh, I know like five years ago, not so much to tell somebody when they ask you what you do for a living, you say, I'm striving to be an influencer or I'm trying to be an influencer or I currently am an influencer working my way up the influencer world. Is that accepted as a job? Uh, probably who you, depending on who you talk to. I know influencer still has a, um, kind of a stigma to it because people don't want to accept what it is. I mean, people hate that word, but it is what it is. If if you're influencing people to buy things or, or fashion trends or, or whatever, you're an influencer. You're influencing. A lot of people will say, will say radio personalities were like the original influencers because you guys were would always influence people back in the day before they had social media and stuff. You influence them to go to a restaurant or buy something or whatever. But I think a lot of people's kind of like the online dating online dating is more acceptable now, but there's still a little stigma to it. So I feel like if you said that to somebody maybe 25 or older, they're going to, they're going to be like, Oh, you're striving to be an influencer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Just tell me you live at home with your mom in, his, in her basement. It was, it's kind of like the joke back in the day, any stripper that you met and asked if they had a boyfriend that, that they did have a boyfriend, he was starting his own lawn service. I mean, like nine out of 10 strippers. If they had a boyfriend, he was starting his own, own lawn service. That, it was just a thing is <laughs> every single time. Like, Oh, okay. We, what, what it would turn, what you would mean to you is she wasn't interested. Right. But right. it was almost kind of like the joke, female poker dealers or just dealers at casinos will wear fake rings if they're attractive. So nobody hits on them, that kind of thing. Uh, but you're right. You're radio. You know, we we are the original influencers. The problem is, it's just like everything else. Radio fucked it up. They put too many rules on it. So the people that we were trying to influence, you know, the, with Plugola, Playola, um, you know, hashtag ad, hashtag SP. Don't talk about it so much on your social media. There's so many rules when you're trying to help somebody out, and they pay you, and then they don't allow you get it, to get paid for other platforms they don't pay radio personalities for the digital stream and our last show we were top is it top 25 in the company top 50 in the company something like that for downloads for our podcast we didn't get paid a dime off of that you know when when we do stuff for social media wouldn't get paid a cent for it that's where they fucked up that's why these kids are you know mr beehive is making 55 grand a day you know, because he's got no rules. That's how it works. Yeah. But yeah, this guy that um, 
our friend was in his video. I watched some of the other ones he did while he was here in Plato Carmen. They're really cool. Like some of the guys that are like the wood, like hand crafts, handcrafted certain wood pieces. He asked him how, how many sells a day and how much they are and how much time it takes him. And he bought every single one that he had. So he like, he bought out his inventory. And then another one I saw, they took like this really poor family. That's just working, you know, some little side gig, uh, here in Mexico and took them to that shell park, the snorkel park, you know, they probably know it's, it's here right across the street basically, but they probably never have been because it's too expensive for somebody, you know, of their status. God, that's crazy. That's so nice. Yeah. yeah it's really cool. The guys, I mean, and all, the guys are all crying and stuff. Cause it's more, I think one of them, he gave like a thousand dollars, which is you know, probably more money they've ever seen all at once in their life. Uh, Brandon, why don't we do that for our social media? God knows. Well, let's do it. You could be the <laughs> angel investor. I just need money and I'll go give it to people. I'll do it. <laughs> or you could just go do nice things that doesn't, that don't cost a, a cent. Like you walk around a parking lot and just ask, I mean, this would be a great one. Ask somebody if they need their car washed. And uh, parking lot? yeah, most people are going to say no, right? That's the whole bit. And then you find some lady that wants her car washed and you just, Grab your shit out of your truck and start washing a fucking car. In the parking lot? How am I going to wash a car in the parking lot? What do you mean? Did you say how? Yeah. Where am I going to get the water from? You bring the water with you. <laughs> or just bring like a pack of 24 <laughs> bottles of water and just start pouring on their car. No, dude, that's how the mobile companies do it now. If they come to your house, they bring water with them. They have it in like squirt bottles. And they, 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 they I swear to God. I, I used to have a company that'd come to my house and they brought their own water because water is expensive. They washed your car with squirt bottles. Yeah. <laughs> Where did you find these people? Why are you is laughing? Why is it, is it the so same funny? guy that's like wiping your windshield down at the stoplight? Why Why is this so funny to you people? You don't know how much water it takes to wash a car. They're very conservative <laughs> with their water usage. What's the fuck breaking my shit? <laughs> it's funny. Same with uh, carpet cleaners. They bring their own water. They got a big... Water jug in the back of their van, a big white water jug, you know, like a probably a I don't know how many gallons it is, but it's a lot. And they got their hose that goes into that, and they they just refill the water in their in their van. Tell well, them, that makes sense, but not somebody washing your car with a squirt bottle. Yeah, I kid you not. I mean, somebody look, y'all are gonna sound really stupid or look really <laughs> stupid because right now somebody's getting on our social media and going, Bailey, I t- probably even owns one of these companies. Goes totally right. This is what we do. This is because they don't want to use your water, which I think is very admirable because water is expensive. So they bring their own water and they got squirt bottles and and they wash it and they dry it. It's nice. Water is like wax ten off. bucks a month, isn't it? <laughs> no, God no. My water bill last month was four hundred and seventeen dollars. What are y'all doing? Filling up swimming pools? No, we got sprinklers three times a week. I got a bird bath. Uh, I did use the hose a little bit more. It's usually during sprinkler season, about three hundred and some bucks. Oh damn! So not in Florida. Florida water's cheap. You know, it's like five bucks a month. Florida's uh, Florida water system's great. So anyway, that's a great story, Nate. Uh, the the she should well next time she comes back, she should probably try and find them and redeem herself. Yeah, you know that's another thing though. You know the internet's going to have to figure this out. They've cracked down on you know you using other people's pictures and so on and so forth. Just using like you, you can't just look at everybody as you know uh, extras in your movie especially if they're going to be on camera and they don't know what they're being on camera for and they haven't signed over their right to their likeness. 
uh, sooner or later, people are going to, they're going to have to figure that out. Cause you just, she just helped make that guy money on his video and didn't know what she was doing. Did they right. blur her but face she, out? No, but isn't it, she's in public. So you, there's no assumed right to privacy. So you can film anyone in public. That's yeah. why you can film police officers. Oh yeah, I don't know about all that. Uh, there because like you can't go shoot a movie and just shoot anybody in the bat, anybody in your in your shot without paying them. You know, I mean, I know they're they're extras, but you put them there. Yeah, but I think if you're in public, like in a public space, maybe if you're inside of a building or at a mall or something like that. But I think if you're on public property, I don't I don't think they can charge you. Mm, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But like I was saying, like the police, that's why you can film the police because there's no assumed right to privacy when you are in a public space and you're, you're just kind of there. Roxanne. Uh, all right. <laughs> cool. Uh, good story. Nate's Mexico moment. Thank you so much for your family comfort care. All right. Let's talk to our guest, shall we? Hold up. Wait a minute. Let's hear from our sponsors. Watkins Law Firm, trial and litigation attorneys. So if it's personal injury, wrongful death, contracts and transactions, landlord and tenant disputes, or just general civil litigation, WatkinsLawFirm.LLC is where you need to go. Get a hold of Tyler Watkins, WatkinsLawFirm.LLC. And here's Tyler's tip of the day. In Georgia, if a tree falls on someone else's property, usually that person's out of luck. Under Georgia law, landowners only have a responsibility to ensure and check for visible and apparent patent decay and tree rot. So if your neighbor's tree falls on your land, you're usually out of luck. Get a hold of Tyler Watkins, WatkinsLawFirm.LLC, serving all of Georgia. Next time, talk to Tyler. Are you looking to build a mountain home or a cabin in western North Carolina? You know, you hear me talk about Paradise City all the time and the cabin up in Mineral Bluff. Well, Mac Development Group, they are a one-stop shop for all your needs. A full-service design-build real estate developer, and their team handles everything for you. From your land acquisition to designing your custom home to the general contracting and building. They provide your family with the ability to have a one-stop shop and know what your project is, and it's delivered on time. Plus, everything is built in this 3D software process that you can see ahead of time to make you kind of ease your tensions as you move forward with this really cool and exciting thing in your life, right? Currently booking for full-time builds, and they need to get folks on the schedule. The folks are you. Reach out to Mac Development Group, macdevelopment.com. That's macdevelopment.com. Also, hit them up on social media, Instagram and Facebook. I'm so happy that so many of you enjoy Nubertese Men's Wellness League's uh, practitioner, Diane Spiva, when she comes on the podcast. I think it's great. You know, I've been going to Nubertese Men's Wellness League in Sandy Springs, Georgia, for well over a year with testosterone maintenance, but they do so much more than that. With a weight loss program, sexual health, pain and joint management, Nubertese Men's Wellness League is a men's wellness facility for guys and guys only. Guys, as you get older, your body starts to break down. There are things that you can control and there are things that you can't control. Just pop into Nubertese Men's Wellness League in Sandy Springs or go online to menswellnessleague.com and schedule a phone call. 
just to see where you're at. It could possibly save your life. That's a true story actually happened to a listener, right? So right now, the Wellness Combine, get it for 99 bucks. That's $200 off the regular pl- uh, price. Plus, mention the BS Podcast and get 10% off that price. But you got to mention the BS Podcast. Go to menswellnessleague.com. Hit that schedule button. Son of a bitch. I just called to say you should subscribe to The Bailey Show, and I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Nobody is going to save you now. If you like what you hear, then get a full seven days a week plus of new content by subscribing. Podcastthebs.com. It's better than radio. And back to you, Jason. She's famous. (laughs) She's a big deal. She is all over the place. Why? Because she's like... The biggest thing on OnlyFans. She's the sweetest woman in the world. Uh, but uh, she gets all the, the publicity, I'm assuming, is because Nita Marie, when she talks about her OnlyFans page, she involves religion. And uh, which, personally, Nita, I think, I mean, if it were a gimmick, which I don't think it is for you, it's a great gimmick. Because when you mix religion and sexuality, you perk people's ears. Yeah. <laughs> Perking people's ears means good business, right? Yes. <laughs> so so for those that don't know, explain to them, um, when you first got on OnlyFans, when OnlyFans became kind of a, a thing, especially mm-hmm. during the pandemic, y- your stance was pretty much what? God told you to do it, right? Yeah. I mean, it was, I mean, a lot of people would argue with me, but um, I was a single mom at the time. And was in another business that I still actually am in, but it was a Christian-based business. And I went went through a divorce and really started exploring my sexuality again because in my marriage, it was uh, kind of an asexual marriage. And so I went through what they call the divorce crazies. I don't know if you've ever had one of those where you're like, I'm free. And I just started doing everything that I wanted to do that I didn't do when I was married. And one of them was modeling and it kind of progressed to nude modeling. And, um, then I really was broke. I mean, I was a single mom and didn't have $20 to put in my gas tank. And so I was like, I'm going to have to do something because I have to take care of my kids. So I thought, well, how about I create my own website that's subscription-based where if guys want to see more than what I'm posting on Facebook, they can pay. So before OnlyFans, I actually had my own website and created it and, um, you know, just kind of was the mastermind behind that. But that was shut down. But even during that time when I made my own website, I was making like $5,000 a month off of my pictures and videos, which I feel like is kind of a lot when it wasn't like a legit site that a lot of people knew, you know what I mean? Like people were just subscribing and I could have been a scammer, you know, on Instagram. (laughs) And so, um, I did that and that really helped, but then that was shut down and I was then introduced to uh, OnlyFans. And the reason I say that God really called me to do it is because I kept asking God while I was doing this, like, am I doing something really bad here? Because this is really going well for me. <laughs> I don't want to like stop doing it because it's 
wrong? And the answer I kept getting was, no, I want you to love your body. I want you to love your sexuality. And this is going to be a great income producing thing for you. And so that's why I kept doing it. And you're looking at six figures a month that you're making on OnlyFans. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> I make around a hundred, 120,000 a month or so only fans. Yeah. See, that's what we're thinking about with this podcast project. Nita is maybe Brandon could be as gorgeous as you somehow <laughs> and voluptuous up top. And maybe yeah. we could be making $120,000 a month off the pot. Cause we work really, really hard and produce some really good content. It's just not clicking like your only fans page. I know. And that's the hard thing is uh, honestly, sometimes I do feel a little guilty because um, I know there's a lot of people that work really hard for their money. And, um, you know, even my husband will be like, well, I don't have big boobs like you and make thousands of dollars. And (laughs) I I don't know the answer to that. Um, But what I will say is that maybe you should marry an OnlyFans model because, you know, then you could, you could be, they could be your sugar mama, basically. Yeah. You, you, on, on your OnlyFans, it's not just modeling, but you also do some sexy stuff, right? Yes. Yeah. You, yes. Do, you do say like, do you, you, but they, they've cracked down on some of that stuff. Huh. Yeah. Well, not really, actually. What do you mean? They, they were going to, but not anymore. We talked, we talked to uh, a couple where their only fans gimmick, let's say was other men having sex with this dude's wife. Yeah. And and I think they had to stop. And they were making tons of money. I mean, shocker. But th- they had to stop doing that. Are you are you doing full on sex on the OnlyFans? Yeah. Oh, you are. Okay. Is yeah. it is it just with your husband? Yeah. Now it is. It was with uh, multiple people, um, but then that was during my you know divorce crazy time when I was exploring my sexuality and now I'm really just monogamous with my husband yeah well this it's funny because you know I think everybody knows men and women when you go through a bad breakup especially divorce and I've been there you you slut yourself out I mean if you're a guy if you're a girl it doesn't matter you're going out there and you're doing everything that you wanted to do that you didn't do before. And let's be honest, when you're in a monogamous relationship, especially for a long period of time, yeah, the sex changes. It's not as it's, it's not that uh, drunken one night throwing you up against the wall, you know, the, the, the trying to re, trying to live out your porn star days. It's just not the same because if you ask from a guy's standpoint, the guy's going to say, because I respect you. And there's a lot of truth to that. But from the women's perspective, it's not about respect. It's about treat me like I was 19. And as in, in the way I looked when I was 19, you know, I want you to do to the things to me that uh, they're doing on some of these, you know, these porn sites, because that's fun. And we should be able to do that because we love each other. It's a lot more difficult for guys to do that in a monogamous relationship for a long period of time than it is for women. Plus, I don't think a lot of guys think that's what the woman really wants. Really? Yeah. Think so? What uh, do you think guys think that women really want? Well, I th- 
guys know that women want sex, but I think for the most part, I mean, Nate, feel free to tell me if I'm wrong here, but the longer you're in a relationship, guys think that the woman wants to be treated maybe not as dirty, right? Let's just say that. Um, The guy thinks about it all the time. The woman thinks about it all the time. She might not say it. And even if she does, the guy's not going to believe her. And it's tougher to pull it off, I think, the longer you're in the relationship. Unless alcohol and, you know, drugs are involved, of course. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I think that's part of the problem in our society is women stop feeling sexual and they stop uh, wanting to turn on their husband. And, um, you know, when I got my divorce, that was like my one commitment that I made to myself is I will never allow what had happened before to happen again. And so for me, it's like a commitment I've made that I am going to continue to feel sexy. I'm going to continue to be flirty and sexy and and do crazy, sexy things with my husband because that does help uh, the husband, you know, so like, I want people to subscribe to my OnlyFans. On the other hand, you know, like a lot of guys are subscribing because their wives are not doing this like fantasy sexual thing with them, which I think is healthy. Yeah, Nate, did you would you agree with what I was saying about the the long term monogamous relationship? Yeah, I think generally you always think that the women want to treat be treated more classy than you would with, uh, you know, just like you said, somebody you met at a bar for a one night stand or something. Yeah, it's it's tough for a guy. There's a lot of pressure. I mean, yeah. that's a thing that women don't understand. There's a lot of pressure for guys. Women right. women might want this rock star porn star lifestyle. Trust me, guys want the same thing, but there's very few men that are going to be able to live up to that standard. I don't care how much you want to brag about how awesome you are, how big you are. So you're not pulling off what they pull off from the porn hubs and stuff like that. It just ain't happening. You know, it's just not What would you say? Why not? Yeah. Well, let's talk time for starters. I mean, like, you know, you know I, I, I always, you know, my wife loves me to death and I love my wife to death. My wife yeah. is gorgeous. And uh, she's frisky, you know, she's a very frisky woman, which is great because um, at times I could get maybe a little conservative because of that mindset that I was just explaining, you know, but I'm very open and honest with her. I'm like, look, with people, I tell them I don't have a big penis and I'm decent, maybe at best in bed. So if you're willing to deal with that, but this sparkling, amazing personality and these extreme good looks, then you can get the best of both worlds. Yeah. <laughs> That's the hard sell. <laughs> you just have to be good with your fingers. Oh, really? Yeah. You oh. could be really good with your fingers and give a woman amazing orgasm uh, without actually ever penetrating her. Yeah. Somebody told that to OJ and he took that the wrong way. He thought that meant wrapping it around a knife handle and slashing. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> yeah, you, you can be really good with your fingers. It's amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, you well, try it out. When, when, when you were with your ex-husband and you're, you then went into, you know, doomy land, uh, yeah. what was the, like, one constant going through your mind sexually that you're like, I, I, I've never done this. I can't wait to get out of this relationship. I need to do this. This is going, has nothing to do with the money, nothing to do with the OnlyFans, just you personally. 
I have got to have this. It was definitely exploring women. Um, I didn't know if maybe I had some bisexual tendencies and if I wanted to also be with a woman. Um, But after having sex with multiple women, um, I actually realized I'm not really into women like that. And so it was actually really good for me. Like, not that I minded doing, you know, the sex scenes or whatever. I just realized when I kissed him, I was like, ew, this doesn't feel right. Like, I like that manly kiss that's, like, strong and, uh, you know, you feel a little bit of the stubble on his lips or whatever. And when I kissed a girl, it just was kind of too soft, you know, and and it just wasn't really what I thought it was going to be. And so I'm really glad that I did explore that. Um so. Well, you should have come to Georgia. There are some small towns here that with the women have stubble, and they oh really? <laughs> yeah, they, they do kiss like men. You know, they they kind of look like men. Some of them. I mean, like North Georgia mountain mountain women. You know, the hills have eyes. Types of things. There's yeah. At that point, I just want a guy. So. <laughs> so so is there like a feeling of guilt? I know that if I were like, you know what, I might like dudes. I don't think I do, but I might like dudes. I want to try it. And after having sex with numerous dudes, I was just like, it's just not my thing. I think as a straight you know, as a heterosexual guy, I'm going to go, I, I, I can't believe I did that. Like I got to live with that. Not that it means that I'm homophobic. It's just like, I can't believe I, you know, I don't know if I'm a bank robber or not, but let me go rob a bank just to make sure I rob a bank. And I'm like, I feel guilty. I just took that old lady's money. You know what I mean? So did, yeah. did you have that kind of guilt after being with these women going, I can't believe I went gay for 20 minutes. No, sorry, my dog. I'm going to put him outside. That's okay. Sorry. <laughs> I was hoping they wouldn't be a problem. Um, honestly, I have never really looked at, uh, homosexuality as a sin or wrong or anything like that. Um, I have always been really open and so I didn't feel guilty at all, partly because also they were willing participants, you know, like if I'm gonna, you know, force someone to have sex with me because I want to experiment, then yeah, maybe I'd feel guilty, but these are willing uh, participants and we're both enjoying each other, having fun. And, you know, I've stayed in relationship with everybody and they're all my friends. And, and so I didn't feel guilty about it all at all. Really? Yeah. Did, did, how do, how do they tax you on that stuff? Is it like a self-employed type of deal or do they take those only fans take? Cause the best year I was reading, we had $1.8 million dollars. I mean, the, the, yeah. the United States government is not only going to want a free subscription, but Uncle Sam's going to want a little piece of that $1.8 million. I mean, you're looking at, what, 30-some percent, right? 40% almost. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I was able to take a lot of deductions, but our tax bill was well over $300,000 this year. So, yeah, it's a lot. Well, and, and actually, I will say the crazy thing about it is that um, – Sex workers are discriminated a lot um, in society, like with banks, uh, you know, loan loan companies. A lot of places discriminate against this kind of work, but yet we have to pay taxes. You know, we pay a lot of taxes. So it's definitely like a double-edged sword for a lot of people in this business. So when you say you're discriminated against, when you go in for a loan and you sit down with someone, let's say they don't know who you are, uh, and and they you put occupation you put sex worker in that 
area? No, I'm not putting that down because I know if I did, it would, if I said OnlyFans model, it would flag whatever I'm doing Uh and it would cause that bank to want to shut down my account or uh, not give me a loan or whatever. Cause say you're a digital diva. Yeah, yeah, online marketing, yeah. usually. Online marketing is good. <laughs> online you, mar- I'm going to do that next time. When I need a loan, I want to put sex worker on there and see what they say. <laughs> That's, <laughs> I never thought about that. But you're saying they discriminate against you. You're sitting across the, the desk of some stuffy guy who probably subscribes, yeah. but he's but he's got to be all conservative and stuffy, and he's like, oh, we don't loan money to your type. Yeah, basically. Wow, really? <laughs> it's- yeah, it, yeah, basically. But it, I have to say it's partly because this industry is used for a lot of money laundering. So I do understand why they do that, but it is really hard. I've had friends who've had bank accounts shut down and they can't get bank accounts set up uh, other places. I've had friends that have gotten credit cards shut down. I've had friends that have turned have been turned away for house loans um, because of the industry that we're in. Wow. But I've noticed, you know, I went through and, and I think I did this last time we spoke too, is I went through and watched some of, I usually do this with guests, other interviews that they've done. And a lot of yours in the media, television stations across the world, um, not so much radio, but television, everybody's, at least that I've seen is treated you respectfully. I mean, they, they haven't gone after you trying to been, you know, trying to be shocking or over the top or bashing. They're just asking you questions because it's an interesting story. Yeah. I mean, everybody's been respectful. It's just a different thing when you're dealing with money, you Mm -hmm. know, or dealing with banks or social media or anything like that. But usually, honestly, thankfully, people are pretty respectful to me in person. So that's good. But people don't know what I do either when I'm just walking around normal. Um, I actually have my other business partly so that I don't have to tell people that I'm an OnlyFans model. So when I go into like my kid's school or I do something else, you know, I represent this other business kind of so I don't have to deal with the weirdness of being an OnlyFans model to like my neighbors or something like that. What's the other business? Cosmetics. Oh, okay. So you, you sell them or you're an esthetician? I sell, I sell cosmetics. Yeah. Really? Oh, mm-hmm. my daughter would love that. She wants to, she's got a year left in school and she wants to do that for a living. Like do Hollywood makeup and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. I've been doing it for 21 years and wow. love it. It just isn't as lucrative as OnlyFans. So I'll make a day on OnlyFans that I'd work a whole month in my other business for. So I just can't justify, you know, giving up only fans for that again, but I love doing it still. So, yeah, but you still don't mention the name of the other company. You've had two minutes and 34 <laughs> seconds to mention it, but you don't mention the name of the other company because you're talking about your only fans account. You do that on purpose. I'm assuming. Yeah, because mm. I probably would get terminated from that other company. If I combined them, if I said the two together, yeah. so I have to be careful. Do you, uh, do you get requests from uh, people to do like uh, birthday things and stuff like that? Uh, like birthday messages and birthday yeah. videos and yeah. stuff. Yeah. I really thought I should start a birthday club. So like a birthday club where, you know, if you're part of the club, you get something special on your birthday. Cause I think that is special because one of the reasons I do my only fans is so that I can make guys actually feel special. I know that sounds weird, but 
I think there's a lot of lonely guys out there that um, don't aren't in a relationship. So I actually really enjoy uh, like talking to my fans and and making them feel special. Oh, there's one right there. The hat. You know, not, well, they both have hats on, but not Nate. <laughs> they both have hats on. Brandon, that's 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 your audience right there. That's it. Doesn't yeah. get look at that look at that face. Doesn't get much more lonelier than that. <laughs> <laughs> He's your target demographic right there. Have you been to uh, Nita's uh, OnlyFans account, Brandon? Uh, I'm not, but I follow her on Facebook. Yeah, from the last time we talked to her. But you've hey. never you've never seen any of her videos of her having sex or anything like that. No, I've, I've never even been on OnlyFans. Oh. I figure that's a that's a trap. Like once I get in, I'm gonna be like three hundred bucks a month. I'm like, Son of a it, bitch. <laughs> it it can be very expensive because then you just buy this and you buy that and yeah. No. Do, do you have, is there, is there a free option of just like a teaser or do you have to buy it? Well, my page actually is right now on a free trial. So you could join oh. my page for free uh, for 30 days. And I do post nudity directly on my page. Oh. So right away you get freebies, but then you would need to pay for extra things, videos and stuff like that. Are there any dudes on OnlyFans doing the same thing? Not that I'm, you know. Some that are that are attempting to do it. Um, there are some also that will do like videos, photography, and then sell that for gr- girls. You know what I mean? Like they have the release forms for the girls, and then they have their own page, basically. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, you could you could do that. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's just like we live in such a, a weird world where you know the the Me Too movement and women, you know, the body shaming and, and all this yeah. stuff, but. You, you can't find a guy to do the same thing that women are capable of doing online with especially the OnlyFans stuff. It just doesn't sell. It's, 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 yeah. it's, it's not fair, Nita Marie. I want to make all that money and I want people to like my naked body. Well, you can <laughs> well, not, wife to do it. Yeah, no, sorry. No, well, no, no offense. Maybe not sell to women, but I, I would assume there's guys on OnlyFans that are selling to other guys. I think the gay yeah. porn industry is a huge market. There's oh. actual uh, guys on there that are probably doing pretty well. Yeah. So, Nate, pretty much what you're saying is that I don't appeal to beautiful women, but if I wanted to go after some gay guys, I would probably kill it. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> Think so. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. But you know, going back to the birthday thing, like in only famios, you know, so like you take only fans and cameo and you put it together and then you take requests, you know, I, I would pay for a, a video of you making love to your husband. If you just turned to the camera and said like, happy birthday, Jason, I think that's funny. You know? Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. I, yeah. I probably would just do solo videos for the birthday. That's kind of a lot of guys like that. Uh, you know, like if I'm masturbating to their name, a lot of guys like that. Yeah, sure. Who doesn't? Yeah. So that's probably what I would do for their birthday. Yeah. Brandon masturbates to his own name. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a, and I've seen the videos, Nita. It's weird. <laughs> you would be surprised at the weird requests I get. I just have to say. Uh, there's a lot of weird guys out there and I'll do custom videos, but there's a limit to what I'll do. So, uh, you know, guys will go very, you know, out there when they ask for custom videos. Well, what's, what's one of the things that you refused to do that you were requested to do? Um, well, I get a lot of, uh, 
fart video requests. And, um, (laughs) I, I get a lot of those requests and I don't really like doing them because I just think it's gross, like sitting there farting for like 15 minutes. I don't know. And honestly, I can't get that much gas going. (laughs) Okay. I, I, I I don't, I hate that word. I I can't, I don't like bathroom humor. I don't like, I can sit here and talk sexy stuff all day long with you, but oh, I can't, I, these guys know it too. And they're loving you saying it. I know they are. It drives me (laughs) insane to hear that word, but to your point, there's a, what, what's the girl that's, uh, she's, the I think. Fart in the jar. Stephanie Matko. Fart. Beautiful, huh? beautiful girl selling that in a jar for ridiculous amounts of money. Well, she's not selling anything. She's yeah. put, selling j- jars of air. I mean, how stupid are you people to buy that? She's gorgeous too, but the whole gimmick makes, at least to me, her disgusting. Like so ugly. Yeah, I know. And and it does. I mean, it is kind of like a good marketing thing because, you know, you're basically selling empty mason jars, <laughs> you know, yeah. but uh, I just I can't get myself to do that either because I don't like to scam my fans where there are going to be, you know, some girls that will just do whatever for money. And uh, I, I just that's like kind of my limit is the farting and the bathroom stuff. Yeah. Although P videos. So guys, do you like the P videos? <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you don't people? Like either. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, you know, the, the 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 stuff in a jar. That's like the pet rock. You know, these guys just yeah. selling rocks and make put some eyeballs on it and stuff. When when I first saw that story, I was like, you know what I'm going to do? Because th- there has to be a disclaimer that goes along with the purchase that says, you know, this may or may not be filled with whatever. Um, I was going to, yeah. I was going to sell Mason jars of the breath of famous celebrities with a disclaimer of saying this or ma- this may or may not have George Washington's last breath in it, you know, but, but, yeah. but if you do it right as a, as a, as a, as a gimmick, you know, yeah. I, I would buy it for 1999 and be like, give it as a gift and go, you know, your favorite person ever was buddy Holly and you just. You guys, his last breath of Buddy Holly on there. That's awesome. You know what I mean? It worked. You could sell used panties. That's another thing. Oh, do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> she says yes. For how much? Well, you could sell them $7,500 for your used panties. And you could actually do that and maybe be like appealing to the homosexual crowd. I'm sorry, did you say $7,500 for a pair? No, $75,200. Oh, okay, $75,200. That's still a great profit, especially, you know, I'm assuming that you're not selling your good panties. You know, you just go out and buy some Amazon Basic in bulk and just, you know, that kind of thing. They gotta be pretty. They gotta be pretty. Cause yeah. I don't want to give out like, you know, granny panties or whatever. Although some guys do like granny panties, yeah. but I gotta have like the bikini song or something like that to make it look cute. How, how old's your kid? I have twins. Twins. Okay. How old are they? 10. 10. Okay. So do you have good co-parenting with the, the father? Yes, I do. Okay. So when you started doing this and he saw a different side of you, did he want to come back? <laughs> well, I actually think he did secretly want to come back, but he was more mad. I think he started to get jealous of like, ah, I can't believe she's doing this. But it was like, 
kind of a little bit of enviness because he probably wished he was part of it. But, uh, yeah, but that, that ship had sailed a long time ago. <laughs> so, yeah, but, but here's the thing. I mean, you'll, I'm assuming always love him. He's the father of your child. You're always going to have a place in your heart for him, whether yeah. good or bad or not, whatever and different. Um, but that actually, there's always a piece of us when we go through a divorce that needs a little bit of closure from a guy's standpoint. Uh, I know when I went through my divorce uh, with my first wife, it was failure. I felt like a failure. I grew up in a conservative household. You go to high school, you go to college, you meet a woman, you have kids, white picket fence, you always stay married, you work through it, blah, blah, blah. Even though I never had a father, a biological father, I had a bunch of stepdads and a very dysfunctional uh, upbringing. But that's what in my head I always thought. So with your ex-husband, it may be, like you said, the ship has sailed. It's too late now because you've been doing this a while. But I bet you you would see a totally different side of him sexually if you would have sex with him now the way however you want to do it you would get what you wanted in the in the relationship at least for one night yeah for one night and then be probably over right yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know i mean honestly i feel like uh it really depends. It depends because there is something to be said about the fantasy. And I think that that's why OnlyFans is so popular, you know, even amongst married men is because, you know, you're with someone for a long time and you kind of get stuck in a rut, but then your mind starts to wander into, Oh, what if I, you know, one, one day told the neighbor that I was, you know, over here by myself today and you know it's like sometimes you just start to wander into this fantasy and so that's what i think only fans give guys is that fantasy that maybe they never really played a part in nate have you seen any of nita uh, marie's videos uh, i have not oh. actually this is the first time i've uh seen her or spoken to her because i i think you guys talked to her on the radio show when i was not there anymore uh oh really how did we find did i find you or did brandon find you that would be me oh. brandon yeah <laughs> For my Facebook page, probably. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I find it hard to believe that Brandon hasn't seen her videos. Have you like run into uh, a fan and they not in a creepy, I mean, I guess it's very hard not to be creepy, but they just kind of want to break down one of your videos. You're like, you know, I got to tell you, Nita, that one video where it was you and those two guys and the look on your face, it was just like, I was going through a tough time and that video right there got me through that tough time, especially when you started to moan. It was like you were talking. I mean, have you had that kind of encounter with, with a fan? Honestly, I think a lot of guys would be embarrassed to admit that they are subscribed to my page or they've watched my videos. Uh, I'm sure I probably run into a lot of fans, but very few have actually said anything to me. So, um, but I also portray a very like, like momish, like conservative look when I'm out and about. I'm not really like, like even this dress, you can see it has a lot of cleavage. I actually wouldn't even wear this dress that much when I'm out and about because I try to not attract very much attention in my normal everyday life. But online, I will, you know, I don't have a problem with that. Uh, I, I think you're so I think your story um you're beautiful just anyway but I think your story makes you even sexier because oh. it's so relatable especially for women 
And for guys, they're looking at you going, she was once this, now she's this. You know, I've been there, done that. I can't, you know, it's kind of me too. I'm like that as well, you know, for, from like that guy standpoint. So you are have a very relatable story that just adds to your sex appeal, in my opinion. Yeah, well, I'm like the mom at the grocery store that yeah. maybe I notices, but in the back of his mind, you know, because it's such a stigma where a guy can't be flirty without being, you know, accused of sexual assault, you know, I think a lot of guys have to be really careful now when they're out and about, but I'm sure guys, when they see me in the grocery store, maybe they think it like, wow, she's kind of sexy or she's got nice boobs or whatever. But now like, it's kind of even sexier to think that you could actually see what that mom in the grocery store looks like. Mm. Naked. So the, the videos that you do with your husband on your only fans, um, and I want you to be honest here because I, 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 I'm, either way, I'm going to believe what I, I think I know what the answer is. He can't be great every time, but you have to put out a great video every time. So he must feel like he's a sex God because you probably sexually put him over in every video. I mean, there's going to be some videos that you're having sex with your husband on OnlyFans, and it's just, it's not that great. Um, but you're going to make it seem like it's great and you're never going to tell him that it wasn't that great or let him know that it wasn't that great. So there's a little bit of acting probably, right? Especially if you're doing it with one dude all the time. Um, I will have to say that my husband's really good in bed. So I would say probably every time we have sex, it's very enjoyable for me. Nah, see, I don't know about that's, 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 uh, mm I just being honest, yeah. like I said, he is very good at giving me orgasms. So um, anytime I want an orgasm, I get one from him. Nah, I don't know if I believe that either. I mean, like, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I don't know if I buy into that. <laughs> would, would he allow you to, like you were doing before and you were still with him, if you're like, hey, you know what? I'm going to go out, might sleep with another, uh, sleep with a dude. I just am feeling it tonight. Would he be cool with it? No, and that's one of the reasons why I've turned more monogamous because he's like very monogamous, uh, and so he wouldn't be interested in like the swinging lifestyle or open relationship or any of that. He just wants me to himself, which is fine. I understand. I mean, I'm not really too bothered by that. He, but the threesome thing, obviously, is oh, he's okay with another woman. No, nope, he doesn't even want to be with another woman. Really? Yeah. He just wants to be with me. Hmm. Kind of crazy, but, you know, he's a very monogamous person, and he doesn't, um, wouldn't even want me to bring in another woman does, to the bedroom. Does he work? He works part-time, and he just works so that he's, like, you know, Busy. not bored. Gotcha. Does his friends, family know everything, know what you do and stuff? Yeah, and he did almost have a falling out with his mom when we were first dating because his mom found uh, my website through Facebook, and uh, she was, like, I guess pretty upset. Not necessarily upset, but, like, are you sure you want to be with this person, whatever, and he definitely stood up to her and was like, yes, I definitely want to be with this person. Um, so now everybody knows my family knows my parents know, uh, 
everybody knows. So I don't have to worry about that. Do you talk about it when you go over the house, like for holidays and stuff? Like, hey, how's work? (laughs) Got to tell you, I made made 150 grand last month. And I got to tell you, I had 20 orgasms. It was awesome. How was your job? I will say it was kind of funny because when my stepdad and mom first found out, it was kind of a big deal because someone had sent them pictures of me and an article and that's how they found out. And so he was kind of traumatized for a while. Um, but one time I was sending an email to my kid's teacher and I forgot that my website was actually attached to that email. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had copied my stepdad on it because he needed to know the information that I was sending my my uh, teacher, the teacher. And his response was like, Oh my God, you just sent your porno website to the girl's teacher. (laughs) Oh, I'm so sorry, but I'm so glad that he caught that because then I was able to delete it. I I don't think she noticed it. (laughs) Do you, do you go to church on a regular basis? Um, I actually don't go to church partly because a lot of the people are judgmental, not just about my job, but I find a lot of people in churches are judgmental about a lot of things and I can't handle the judgment. So I just, I just don't go to church. So, so the, the idea that you're some Bible thumping online porn star is far from the truth. You're just a spiritual person that believes in God and felt that and everybody worships their own way that God in your world, your life told you that this is okay. Continue to do it. doesn't mean that you're, you know, a televangelist or you're doing all, you're probably not teething. You know, you're not doing tithing. I mean, you're not doing any of these types of things. It's just that you had a calling and that's pretty much yeah. where the, the whole religion comes into play. Yeah, I do tithe, though. Uh, That is something that I felt like was important to do. So um, every month I tithe 10% of my earnings to um, to children and women in Africa. Oh, that's very nice. Do you you ever get requests to be tithed up? (laughs) Yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that's so bad. So... (laughs) Um, sorry. It's okay. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I have four dogs and so so it's always crazy here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What kind of dogs do you have? I have a golden retriever, um, a corgi, a half husky, and then another mutt. Yeah. We've got four dogs as well. I know what it's like. They're usually down in the studio snoring in the background or, you know, something to that effect. So, so, so you're good. Nate, you got any questions for Nita? Yeah, I know you said you did like personal requests and stuff. What is uh, either the most common one that you get for like a private show or, or video or whatever? And or what is like the weirdest thing that you just won't do? So most of my requests are actually for me to act like uh, their mom or their stepmom. So that is like the main niche of my page is the mom thing. Mm. Um, so that's why the name of my character on OnlyFans is Mama Nita, because, um, most of the guys that subscribe to my page, you know, have kind of the mommy fetish going on. Mm -hmm. Do you give like discount codes out and stuff? 
No, <laughs> like I said, right now it's free, so yeah, you can yeah. actually join for free. But mm -hmm. I don't give discounts for like my videos and everything. What What would we have to do for one of your videos for you to write in lipstick? Podcastthebs.com on your breasts. Oh, I could do that. That would be fantastic. But what that though, can you put that just on your podcast? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, we're, yeah, we'll blow this up, but I mean, yeah. we can put it on our podcast if you can put it on your boobs. I mean, it's like a, a little fair trade there. We've got uh, two friends of ours that podcast on the network. We've created this network of yeah. not only our episodes and shows and blah, 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 but um, girls that we used to work, one we used to work with, Brandy, and she's on OnlyFans, and she doesn't do, go as far as you do, um, but her friend Lindsay who's the married one, uh, from what I understand, gets pretty promiscuous on there. I've not seen it yet, but I've been told that she's full body. Um, Brandy, I think, just shows her butt, and, and that's it. But uh, but they're both very attractive girls, and then they're, they're making some coin off this stuff. Do you guys cross-promote? Like, you're doing a video, and, you know, kind of like when Law & Order will cross-promote with Chicago PD or something like that. Do you cross-promote and have, like, Another OnlyFans walk in in the background and be like, oh, my God, that's that skater girl cutie four. Hey, how are you? Let me get back to this. Uh, uh, uh. You know, did you do stuff like that? Well, we do actually promote each other. So there's a really big internal promotion network. So, like, I'll post a girl on my page. She'll post me on her page. So that's how most of our growth happens is through, like, the internal promotion. So, oh. yes. Okay, so we should get Brandy and Lindsay to reach out to you. And you guys can be uh, only fanners buddies. Yeah. yeah, it depends on how many fans they have. Oh. So there is a protocol because I have 96,000 fans. Wow. So I'm not going to promote someone that has like 5,000 fans unless gotcha. they pay me. Oh, okay. And what, what's the going rate on that for the, for the low budget only fan people? <laughs> uh, it's about like $300. Not bad. Oh, that's yeah. oh, totally fair enough, and you should rightfully so. You worked hard to gain that marketing. I mean, you think The Rock just posts anything on his Instagram? <laughs> no, right. you know, yeah, no, yeah. absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, so, do you ever get to Georgia? You live out in Colorado, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah not in Georgia, but I will say when you were on the uh, radio show, yeah. uh, my ex husband heard that episode because he's an over the road truck driver, and he's like. Here I am just driving down the road and all of a sudden <laughs> listening to one of my favorite radio shows. Oh. I hear you on this radio show. I was like, yeah, I guess it was kind of popular in the South. So Yeah. You guys it was a good show, you know, up until when it wasn't. But yeah, it was <laughs> it was a it was a it was a pretty good show and everybody was doing their job. Yeah, and, yeah. and and bought into it. Yeah. So we, we had a lot of listeners. We had, we had a lot of fans. So there's no doubt about that. The reason why I ask is because uh, we're having a big event in September. I'd love for you to be there. So I don't know if you ever want a vacation in Georgia. I've got a cabin that you could stay at for free. Wow. Um, if you'd like to, I mean, nothing bad's going to happen to you. It's a, it's an Airbnb. It's like a, it's nice. You know, it sleeps 15 people. It's three stories. Yeah. So I would love for you to come out to our event. People would love People would go crazy to meet Nita Marie. Uh, and we would look like freaking heroes that we got Nita Marie, the only fans, uh, the biggest the biggest fan of OnlyFans, the biggest person on OnlyFans to show up at our big event with whatever, all the other stuff that we got going on. Yeah. Forget about it. I mean. I don't know. Let me know. You yeah. can send me 
details. Yeah, totally send you details. We'd love yeah. to have you. You're just such a nice person. Like I, oh, I, I, I hate that people that are judgmental based off of something they read that was written by someone who doesn't know anything and they don't even bother to do research of their own or reach out to you in person to see how nice of a person you are. Yeah. Well, and that is something that I have found a lot of my friends have been really good at is because there have been a lot of people that have come to some of my friends and been like trying to bash me and trying to bring me down. And, uh, I will say I'm very thankful for my real friends that have stuck up for me and been like, if you really knew Nita, you would not be saying these things, you know? And so I guess that's kind of the answer is if you really knew me, you wouldn't be acting like you are acting. Yeah. If you knew Nita, like we know Nita. Yeah. You're like my, are you part of my inner circle now? Maybe you're a part of my outer circle getting ready to be part of my inner circle. I want to be the president of your OnlyFans fans fans page. Oh, you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry, say that again. For a commission cut, I assume. No, just because I like you and you're just oh. a good person, and I, yeah. you know, oh, that's nice. Spare a couple extra. I don't need. I don't always need a payday. I just it's it's, it's oh. all it's all it's all good. Uh, Brandon, do you have any questions for Nita? You have a. I can look yeah. in your eyes. You have this, you know, and all due respect to your husband, but I think Brandon has got this this thing for he's just laser beaming you through this in conversation. Like I don't even know where his hands are right now. It worries me. <laughs> He's cute. He actually kind of looks like my husband. Oh, okay. He's my husband's age, yeah. Maybe a little younger. Yeah, how old's your husband? 34. Oh, okay. So he's 23, but he looks like he's 34. He he looks he looks road, yeah. Anyway, go ahead, Brandon. Uh, yeah, I remember last time we talked to you, you were uh, doing threesomes with God and your husband, or it might have been your fiance at the time. Are y'all yeah. still doing that? Has that, like, evolved anything else? You know, bringing any, anyone else in? Uh, well, that's why we have such good sex. Because <laughs> so God, God's involved. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of like an ongoing thing. I'm not going to ever let that go. But I haven't brought anyone else in, like Satan or anything like that. I'm going to keep him, you know, where he belongs. You, I tell you <laughs> what, you might want to give it a run. I bet you that dude is a beast. Actually, that would be like a pretty good foursome. Because maybe Satan could, like, take my ass or something. Take your ass? Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with your ass? Yeah, I think Satan could, like, do it up the ass while oh. I was giving my husband oh. a blowjob or something. That'd actually be pretty hot. And what, God's filming? Is that, is that what we're yeah. doing? Okay. <laughs> gotcha. I'm just watching. Yeah. Anybody going God, down? God on, gone wild. <laughs> God gone wild. Anybody going down on Mary by any chance? <laughs> oh, Mother Mary! Oh my God, I haven't even thought about that. Yeah. Well, we could bring in like the whole, the whole characters of the Bible. This yeah. could be, this could be interesting. Because you know, yeah. I mean, the book says that she was actually the first one on OnlyFans, if memory serves. She, Where does that say? Well, it's. I mean, she was in, in the business, wasn't she? I mean, oh, yeah. not Mother Mary, Mary no. Magdalene. Mary Magdalene. I'm talking about the other Marys. You bring the other Mary in there too, because oh yeah, yeah, she's, yeah, she's. She she was on OnlyFansBC.com, you know. Yeah, Mary Magdalene. Yeah, yeah she'd probably be good too. Maybe yeah. they could do like a twosome or something at the same time. Yeah. You know, if Mary I, on Mary. If, if, I, if I were to have this, and I say gimmick, that's just a, a term, a figure of speech that I use, uh, no disrespect, but if I were to have this gimmick as a guy 
And I would have come out and say, hey, I'm on OnlyFans. I'm having sex. Uh, I'm having threesomes all the time with my wife and 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 the Virgin Mary, you know, or, you know, somebody like that. You know, the Virgin, you know, we always see the Virgin Mary in different places and all that stuff. Uh, dude, people would lose their shit on me. You know, it's, it's, it's weird because I think when you say God's in the room, it's almost more acceptable because... For those that believe God is everywhere, he's always yeah. going to be around you. You just don't point it out. Like I'm using the restroom and I was in the stall at the, the, the baseball game the other night and I could totally tell God was using up all the toilet paper. Like you don't say those things, but it's assumed. Nobody ever says that Virgin Mary was in the room the other night having a threesome with me and my wife. <laughs> it's just, you don't hear that stuff. Well, yeah, but I think that's part of the problem is because people think that sexuality has to be separate from your faith. But if you really think about it, God knows everything. He sees everything that you're doing. Um, so instead of trying to hide it, you know, just be open with it. Because in my mind, if I'm not okay with God seeing what I'm doing, then I'm not doing something that, you know, I should be doing. And so that's my opinion about it is just let God in to everything, you know, all parts of your life. <laughs> yeah. Have you had a bad encounter with the media where you've had to hang up on them or walk out or something? Luckily I have not. Um, I think I made people very uncomfortable on the good morning show. The, okay. Uh, I don't know if you watch that, but it's like a really, it's like kind of like good morning. America is here. Uh, it's in like the UK, the good morning show. Oh, I did. I and, saw that clip. I saw that clip. It was a guy and a girl that were talking to you. Yeah. yeah they yeah. were very uncomfortable. I could tell like the one girl is mm. like sitting here like this, like her cross and she was like very nervous asking me all the questions, but, uh, they were still very nice to me. So I honestly, I've had a really good experience and I did want to thank you guys for bringing back onto the radio show after the first one because it was very nice that you brought me back after some of the fans were like negative and mm -hmm. being judgmental. It was nice that you brought me back. Yeah. Well, that's called storytelling. Not many people in the radio business know how to do it. Yeah, <laughs> it was good. I appreciate that. So mm -hmm. it made me feel validated that like that you were kind of on my side, that you weren't trying to be judgmental as well so oh, of course not no if i may give you a little piece of media advice not that you probably need it you do it so much now but next time you're in that situation you know a con an interview is all about uh being the alpha right and yeah. even as a guest you can become the alpha the king of this is howard stern you watch yeah. you watch howard stern being interviewed by somebody he turns it around and becomes the interviewee, even though he is the interview, or he becomes the interviewer, even though he's the interviewee. He's a genius at it. So next time you're in that situation uh, and there is that uncomfortable awkwardness, I'm a fan of calling out the elephant in the room. And yeah. you can do it politely and respectfully, but it breaks the ice and then makes you the alpha in the conversation. So when the question is asked... You're like, hold on, Jeannie, before I answer that, you look like you're really uncomfortable talking to me. Talk to me like I'm your best friend because we could be best friends. I love that dress. It looks amazing on you. Like you've won everything just in that 10 seconds, right? Wow, that's great. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah, so you just turn it around, but it makes, yeah. you, it makes you stand out too. So it's not, yeah. you know, the worst thing in the world are interviews. I hate interviews. Yeah. I like conversations. <laughs> conversations. Yeah. Yeah 
uh, David Letterman did conversations. Jay Leno did interviews. And that's, yeah. that's the big difference. But when you're having a conversation and you're able to storytell, that's why I like this format so much better than radio. Um, people enjoy it. Like, you know, we've been talking for almost an hour and those that are listening right now are going, holy shit, I've been listening to this thing for almost an hour. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's why you're good at what you do. Well, no, you're good at what you do. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thank you. Um, oh, before I let you go, you have a book coming out, right? Yes, I have to finish writing it. I've realized I actually don't like writing books as much as I like taking pictures. So it's taking me a while, but it's all about uh, unveiling your sexuality as a woman and helping women feel really empowered in their body and in their sexuality. So that'll mm. be out in about a year. Have you been approached to do any docu-series type of stuff like for Netflix or any of the streaming services? Not yet, but I would love to. Oh. <laughs> one of my goals on my goal poster so not yet though oh where's that goal poster is in your office or in your bedroom my office yeah what else is on there (laughs) i'm not showing you you can't show someone your goal poster otherwise it doesn't happen well that's the dumbest thing i've ever heard if you don't share what's on your goal poster then how are people (laughs) supposed to help you reach your goals I guess it depends. I mean, you can, you're only supposed to share it with people that are positive. If you share it with people that are negative, sometimes it can affect your goal. What the fuck, Mita? Have you talked to anybody that's more positive than me? I mean, we all the time. I, I mean, like, I'm I'm pro Nita. I'm like, everything is up and up. I'm looking. Life is great. Well, I would. I have to make this new goal poster. Okay. I could show you the one that's already happened because it's actually all about my animals and my property that's happening and all of that but i need to make a new goal poster so when i make a new one i'll i'll like send you a picture okay well i mean i don't want to pry into your diary or something i didn't think it was that big of a deal i just like (laughs) i've got a whiteboard over there with goals on it i'd more than willing to share with you but maybe not anymore until you pictures it's just like you know it's i don't know it's kind of special so if i send you my goal poster you'll know that you got a little closer into my inner circle if i show you my goal poster (laughs) has your husband seen your goal poster well yeah he's part of my inner circle oh okay well how does one become in the like is there a memory so i gotta pay how do i get into this inner circle I don't know. I'm not going to make you join my OnlyFans because your mo- your wife might like like that. So we'll just we'll just call it that. You know, you're getting closer because you've been so nice to me. How about I'm an honorary member of your inner circle, and I'm yeah. right outside the bubble. But if I needed access, you'd allow me in. But you know, I'd leave right afterwards, so I don't want to crowd it up. How about that? <laughs> Well, inner circle people stay forever. So that's why it takes a while, because if you're part of my inner circle, then we're actually part of that inner circle forever. Yeah. So it's kind of like getting married. So we, we need a little bit more time to get to know each other. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. You really find a lot that you like in me. I can tell. You're look, You're going, <laughs> this guy has got the personality of the greatest personality ever. Yeah. Got a great personality. Brandon's got a great face. Nate's got a great smile. So you guys are, you know, a trio match made in heaven. Hold on. Time out. out. I appreciate the compliment. Nate, I'm sure, appreciates the compliment. I can't allow Brandon to have that. Like, if you're going to throw a face out there, at least start with me and Nate. He's not very attractive. I told 
told you he looks like my husband, so he's cute. Yes. Yeah, see, back off. But but your <laughs> but your husband is more seasoned and he's attractive because he's your husband. Brandon's dirty, like he's wanted oh. by the law and just got kicked out of a soup kitchen. You know, okay. so, so it's uh, it's a little bit different. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Nate and I are attractive. Brandon, on the other hand, is He's just dirty. He's, he's, he's a dirty young guy. He's a dirty, 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 boy. dirty, dirty boy. He's a dirty, boy. <laughs> dirty, real dirty. Dirty boy. We're talking about a guy that tries to pick up uh, Peruvian whores in Mexico Street. They weren't clubs. whores. They were nice women. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, that's so funny. They probably don't have an OnlyFans account. No, I don't think they have internet. No, no. <laughs> I don't. Have you? Have you? Uh, like part part when you got became famous because you are famous. Um, did did you have sex with anybody of name? Has anybody reached out to you of name? Um, that's wanted to do stuff with you or even maybe some porn sites and porn stars. Uh, yes, but a lot of times I just say no because, like I said, I'm now in my monogamous relationship. So, uh, so there's been plenty of offers, but. There's been plenty of no's too. <laughs> like, like offers by people that we would know who they are? Uh, well, I kind of forgot names, but I've had like football players, basketball players, you know, stuff like that reach out to me. And you don't remember their names? Like if, if somebody famous reached out and wanted to have sex with me, I would never forget it. Well, they're probably famous in the sports world, but I don't really, I'm not like a big sports person. So I'm not someone who would probably remember their name, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Brandon, it's really distracting that you're shoving a screwdriver up your hat while I'm trying to conduct this conversation. Oh, I had an itch. Okay, can you, itch and screwdriver. Can, can you please stop putting the screwdriver in your hat while I'm talking to Nita Marie? It's very distracting. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, so did you keep the, the DMs? Like, I mean, this is the kind of stuff that, you know, when, when something happens, you, you get to write a tell-all book or call them out. Uh, no, I didn't even keep their DMs, uh, honestly. This was, I've had my, my Instagram account shut down a few times. So I think this was like one of my other Instagram accounts that was shut down. And I also don't look at all of my messages. So I might have other messages that I just have forgotten about. So oh. I unfortunately didn't keep that. Well, I got your email and I can email you whenever I want. Yeah. Well, I'm going to send you my goal poster. So yeah. and, I'll, <laughs> and I'll send you mine as well. I, okay. <laughs> I, I'm a big believer in setting goals for yourself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. The the day I got fired, I came home and and wrote a 12-month business plan for this podcast. That's how nerdy I am. Wow, that's awesome. I did, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm I'm excited, and uh, let me know if you want me to do that picture. And, uh, you know, I can promote this on my uh, Instagram. You know what we should do? We should uh, have you as a guest on our next uh, Twitch stream. We started doing this Twitch live stream. Oh, yeah. Brandon's all into it. I really I'm like, okay, but you would be great to have on as a guest and just, just come on for a couple minutes, say hi, hang out, bullshit with us. And I mean, it's really, there's no format to it. I mean, we're not, we're just having drinks and bullshitting pretty much, but you'd be great. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Let me know when. Okay. Um, More people, if you want to interview more people, I have a lot of people that would probably be interested too. So if you want more OnlyFans models, uh, I can, uh, yeah prefer you if you want please that'd be yeah. nice brandon i'll put you in charge of it just don't creep any of these ladies out all right no, okay. I, I definitely have like a whole list so you probably get more than you need so let me know like qualifications or something 
then I can refer people to you. Oh, Jesus, Nate. Should we let, leave it up to Brandon for the qualifications? What do you think we'll get? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He, I think Brandon has good taste. We'll get some good ones. <laughs> yeah, I'll let him out i guess well that'll be the it'll be brandon's only fan conversation thanks to nita marie and then whoever brandon lines up we nate you and i won't even know who it is they'll just pop up on the screen and we'll have the conversation yeah i still have a lot of fun and then get them to cross promote you because then you'll grow too if they promote you on their instagram so yeah brandon's already growing and it's been growing for the past 60 minutes can't stop growing it doesn't stop yeah uh so on, but on instagram you're at love underscore nita marie n-i-t-a right yep yeah okay and then only fans I've never even been on it. Does it, is it, there's a search engine, I'm assuming a little magnifying glass and just search for Nita Marie, right? Actually, my name on OnlyFans is Mama Nita. Mama Nita. Okay. They they should have a directory because I would think that, you know, people aren't going by their real names and if they don't know what they're going by, like Brandy's is like skate, skate girl or something. And then Lindsay's, I don't even know what Lindsay, what is Lindsay's again? Uh, I don't remember either, but it's not made to be found. It's, it's made so your friends and family cannot find it. But if you're yeah. in that, uh, in that community, then. Yeah. 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 But I mean, there's a search button. So if you search Mama Nita, you'll find me. Uh, you know what I would be? My name would be Big Daddy Bang Bang. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you going to open an OnlyFans account now? No, I, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. There's, no, there's nothing. There's nothing that the world wants to see of this. I promise you. And they definitely. They're gonna. I ask people to pay for my voice and the hard work that I put into the content, but I would never ask anyone to pay for my face or my body. In fact, in fact, I should be cutting checks to people if that's the case. <laughs> hey, you my OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll be the only OnlyFans account that pays people to watch it. <laughs> All right. Uh, Nita, you're so fantastic. I wish you nothing but the best. And we'll talk to you soon, you know, but uh, yeah. it's nice you make time for us. I'm glad you're successful. You're happy. You're healthy. You just got over COVID. That yeah. was a bad. So did you like shut down the OnlyFans page for the, what, 10 days of quarantine and not feeling well? No, no, it kept going because, of course, I have pictures and videos and I can message people and all that. So I kept going. Yeah, but I mean, you weren't making videos. You didn't do like, this is COVID sexy time. No, <laughs> no, but I have lots of videos. So it wasn't a problem. No. Oh, okay. So you got some of the kids. Yeah. You should have done, you should have done a COVID sex quarantine, you know, oh, run, yeah. run a videos. And get- I don't know if I would have been able to do that. Well, that's the thing. You would be comatose and you would call it like musa sex, you know. That's so gross. Yeah. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> you make a bra out of the N95 masks. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I could do a video in a mask. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You do all kinds of fun stuff there, you know. Yeah. You could give me content ideas. Maybe that could be your role in my OnlyFans. Yeah. Call your husband the booster rooster, you know. <laughs> Just give me ideas. <laughs> so, yeah, he'd be like, I'm going to vax that ass, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right, we're going to let you go. Uh, enough of my dumb jokes. Nina Marie, go see her on the OnlyFans, follow her on the Instagram, and uh, say nice things and be nice and sweet because yes. she's a sweet, nice Thank person. You. Thank you, Nita. Thank you, Jason, Brandon, uh, and Nate. Hold up. Wait a minute. Let's hear from our sponsors. 
You want to know when the best time to upgrade your house? Always. Always a good idea. It's great for your property value, especially if you're in the business of trying to sell it right now. And definitely the kitchen and definitely the bath. UCI Kitchen and Bath, that's where you need to be. They've been Atlanta's number one cabinet, granite, and quartz fabricator, plus installer for the past 20 years. Extremely fair prices, quality of work, excellent service, uh, sets them apart from their competitors in their industry, which is a busy, busy industry. So if you want to visit the showroom located in Norcross, Georgia, right there, you can see their cabinets, you can see the granite, you can see the countertops, you can see the quartz, you can see the marble, you can see the quartzite, and you can watch them cut it there too. It's a one-stop shop as UCI Kitchen and Bath also provides the installation on whatever you buy. Let's save you some cash. Mention the BS, you get 10% off regular priced countertops. So, save some money. Mention the Bailey Show podcast, 10% off regular priced countertops. UCIGranite.com. David Hawks, owner of Rockland Contracting, would like to thank all of you two percenters for making this year such an amazing year for his business. Veteran-owned, established in 2009, David Hawks is slammed, all because of YouTube percenters. Specializing in deck design and build, also basement remodel, new HVAC installation, uh, interior and exterior painting as well. So, with Rockland Contracting so busy because of you, they're taking appointments for next year. Get a hold of them, 678-879-3867, 678-879-3867, or rocklandcontractingllc.com. He's also looking for anyone that needs a job. $20 an hour is where you start. Previous experience, like deck building or framing, a must so you can get a hold of David Hawk, 678-879-3867. Help you help your business get to the next level. And you do that by incorporating create graphics in there. Whether it's vehicle wraps, corporate events you might be having, interior, exterior events, Graphic Design and Apparel, Create Graphics, is a full-service graphics company that specializes in graphic design, wide-format printing, and graphic installation. Excellent customer service where every project is going to get that one-on-one experience from start to finish. CreateGraphics.net, C-R-E-A-T-E-G-R-A-P-H-I-X.net. Or you can call 770-369-9962, 770-369-9962. Son of a bitch. I'll be loving you forever, just as long as you subscribe to The Bailey Show. Nobody is going to save you now. If you like what you hear then get a full 7 days a week plus of new content by subscribing. Podcastthebs.com It's better than radio. And back to you Jason. Very sad, James Kahn dead at the age of 82. We're all familiar with James Kahn. Yes? Not quite. Oh. Godfather, Misery, Brian Song, Rollerball, Elf. Elf, yes. Yeah, I know Elf. He was the dad. He played Will Ferrell's oh, okay. dad. Yeah. He He's also, a grumpy man. Yeah, he also was the football coach in the 90s football movie, The Program. Lost oh, me there. Oh, now that I see his picture, I do know him. Yeah. His son is Scott Khan, who, uh, have you seen any of the Ocean's Eleven movies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. George Clooney and Brad Pitt and all them. Right. He's, you know, the two guys, uh, Casey Affleck, Ben Affleck's brother, 
and the other uh-huh. dude, they're like mechan- they're like two peas in a pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's I'm, that's that's Scott Kahn. That's his son. Is that the Tweeter from Varsity Blues? Yes, that's Tweeter from Varsity Blues. Correct. <laughs> yeah, look familiar. He's a he was a great actor. He like he was one of those actors that I think you would get confused with other actors. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, Just looking at his picture, I'm like, yeah, I know him, but I didn't know his name. Like but- Richard Dreyfus and Paul Newman. I would always get them confused, even though they're two totally different actors. But they they were very, very similar. You know, it's just like that human being thing. Like you see, there, there's almost a doppelganger. There's people that have the similar characteristics. Uh, they look the same, they act the same, all that good stuff. Uh, but James Conn was 82 when he passed away. No cause of death as of at least right now. Uh, Sonny Corleone in The Godfather, he improvised what would become the classic phrase while instructing his brother Michael on how to kill someone, quote unquote, you got to get up close like this and bada bing, you blow their brains all over their nice Ivy League suit. Apocalypse Now, Kramer versus Kramer, uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. I mean, these, like, the French Connection, the original Superman. I mean, these are, like, classic movies, right? I mean, these are great movies. But he also, uh, I guess he was known to give up roles, too, like, not do roles. Um, He said no to playing Han Solo in Star Wars. I did not know that until I read this. He once famously lived at the Playboy Mansion for a while, claiming he was trying to get over a divorce. What a great aphrodisiac. I'm an actor. I'm living at the Playboy Mansion. I'm sad. Help me out, please. (laughs) He even admitted to using his son, Scott, who was just a kid at the time, to attract the ladies. We have no mother. We're living here. Somebody sleep with me. This is my little boy, Scott. He's going to be a big deal someday. (laughs) He said, quote, I'd have Scott bring me girls. No one could say no to a cute little boy. Is that, like, is that normal? You guys have dads. Did your dads ever... Well, they've always been with your moms, right? Your dads have never, you know, your dad's been single, right, for a while, Brandon? Uh, since like 2018. Okay, does he use you like as a puppy dog in a park to attract chicks? I don't know how many chicks (laughs) he's going to attract with you, but, I mean, you could probably like, oh, this is my special needs son. We would love to have a mother stay (laughs) at our RV, you know, something like that. (laughs) Not typically. No. My dad didn't use us, but women flocked to him because he was a single father with girls. I think the weirdest encounter I had was this lady came up to me in the grocery store and asked me to tell my dad that she'd want to suck his toes with hot sauce. And I was like, why would you tell a little kid that? This is like the weirdest, grossest thing. And I told him because I was a little kid and she was a grown up. And he's like, what'd she say? He's like, did she give you my her number? And I'm like, what? You don't think this is disturbing? So, yeah. How old were you? At that time, I was in like the fourth grade. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It was it was ridiculous. Honey, what kind of hot do you like hot sauce? <laughs> <laughs> and she was this like tall, weird looking lady. It was it was weird. Honeymoon so, yeah. in Vegas is another movie he was in. That was a great movie. God, he was a great actor. Fantastic actor. He's one of those ones though, like if you just say his name, I don't think most people know who he is unless you see his face and you're like, Oh yeah, I know that guy. I agree with you. Um, yeah, I, 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 I knew who he was. He was always one of my favorite actors. You know, like Ed Harris. 
I, I don't think Ed Harris gets the, you know, the, there's, um, who was, uh, so you've got Ed Harris. You know who Ed Harris is, right? Yeah. Okay. Stand down. Okay, right? The Rock, stand down. Soldier, stand yeah. down. Yes. Yep. Yes, that's Ed. Yes, correct. That's Ed Harris. But then you have, uh, let's see, who, what is the other guy? Mm, what are you laughing at? Yeah, I'm listening to you talk, but oh. I'm scrolling and looking up stuff on the internet, and I just so happen mm. to see myself on your Facebook page, and and I'm like, that looks like me, but no, it can't be me. And I'm looking again, it says Jason Bailey, and I'm like, that is totally me. Why am I on your Facebook page? Well, why are you? <laughs> because you talk about having spotted your court caddy in Mexico. Like, it's a stranger. Oh, my gosh. I know you did this, Nate. Wait a minute. I know you did this to me. <laughs> That's you with my court caddy bag? Yes! <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Nate didn't tell me that. He just, oh, so that's the joke. The joke's kind of on, it's on both of us. I never saw this until right now. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so Nate sends me this picture. And he goes, your court cat. I would, well, that's kind of a buzzkill. I was actually really excited that it was just somebody that likes the my court caddy. It was in Mexico. <laughs> No, I just I figured you knew what Nikki looked for, like uh, from behind. I guess <laughs> I don't know. I just I was going through my old photos and uh, cleaning up my phone, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot I took this picture." And you can see the my court caddy thing, so I sent it to you. I didn't realize. I didn't even look at the person to be honest. I couldn't even. If you were to ask me what that person looked like, even color of their skin, I couldn't tell you. I just saw the my court caddy bag in Mexico. I was like, "Way cool." I'm posting that. <laughs> Robert Duvall. I don't see color. Robert Duvall and Ed Harris. I think they get confused. Robert Duvall being the bigger name, uh, doing more movies, because I think he's older. Not by much, but he's older. And also throw in Sir Anthony Hopkins, like into those three. Like, I think those three kind of get jumbled around a little bit. They all kind of look alike in a weird way. Yeah. Yeah, Robert Duvall is like a, a a chubby Ed Harris, but yeah, I think I as they've gotten older, I think you could definitely confuse them. I'm trying to think who James Con. There's another person that I always get him confused with, and I can't think of him off the top of my head. Um, I knew who James Con was. I was always a James Con fan, like a bit. I like I just I, lo- I thought he's a great actor. I mean, way before Elf, like the program. I mean, you go way, way back, Apocalypse Now and those old classic movies that my first stepdad would always make me watch and stuff like that. He was just a great actor. But the program, the program is the equivalent. See, in the 90s, as far as foot, (laughs) it's tough to make a football movie. It's very, very tough to make a football movie. So unless it's based off of a true story, you know. That kind of thing. But uh, the program was the football movie for the 90s. I want to say any given Sunday was, was that 99 or just 2000? See, I put that in the 2000s, but that might have come out late 99 or late 90s. Yeah, it's it's 99, but yeah, that's so close to the border. It could go either way. Yeah, that's, that's a 2000s football movie. And then you would be competing with Varsity Blues, and um, oh, any given Sunday, yeah, it was ninety nine. 
December 22nd, 99. So it was literally only in the 90s for like a week. Yeah, there wasn't there wasn't a better football movie in the 90s outside the program. The program was the tits. I mean, that was the football movie. Uh, it was great. And James Conn was the head coach of 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 the school. Craig Schaefer was the was the uh, was the, the 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 alcoholic quarterback. You know him from such great movies as some kind of wonderful, you know, playing the dick role. Um, and uh, so, yeah, it was a great movie. Fantastic movie. James Conn was the coach. Anyway, it's very, very sad. 82. Still had plenty of life to live, but he uh, decided not to live it. I'm sure he didn't decide that he not to live life. His life just ended. No well, if it was his decision. He didn't commit suicide. No, he didn't commit suicide. But there was a guy that I read the other day that I know of, kind of know, but a lot of people that I know worshipped this guy. Passed away in his sleep at 62. 62 years old. The guy went to bed one night and didn't wake up the next day. Fucking crazy. 62 years old. That's, that's, I mean, you don't know, we don't know what's, what was you going know, on. My cousin had a heart attack two days ago. She was 43, four. What? So you don't know. Her husband went to the store, came back. She's on the floor. So. She okay? No, she's dead. Oh my God. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, <laughs> people, not everybody dies of a heart attack, right? No, she had a massive heart attack. She died. Yeah. How old? Oh my God. I think she's like 43 or 44. She's only a couple years older than me. Oh my God! I am so. Mm-hmm. And this was your what? My cousin. Your my cousin mom's down there right now. So yeah, you never know. I am so sorry to hear that. Yeah, that is too. so sad. Wow. Wow. Nikki bringing the whole shit. Does she have any um, um, like pre-existing down. conditions or anything? I mean, not that I know of, but I mean, a lot of people are dying younger. It's just happening. They're just dropping dead. You know, and then you see people like Brandon that never have any issues, and like he's so unhealthy. And look at him. I mean, he just looks like he should die. No, well, he I've should had like four not. bottles of water since we were sitting here. <laughs> and a little bit of nicotine. Wait, are you still exercising? Are you still going to the gym? Yeah, and I'm getting like over 10,000 steps a day, too. Okay. In the heat, outside, thinking, sweating. You, you do look a little thinner. Like, your face looks thinner and your neck and everything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, whatever you're doing is working, it looks like. Dying in the heat. Well, no, he just bathed, Nate, so that shaved off about 10 pounds of dirt. True. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, want to say, oh, also, uh, Tony Sirocco, dead at 79. Goodfellas, Sopranos, you know, all these mobsters. James Conn had that mobster thing in him, too. Who did he play in Goodfellas? I just watched that movie like two days ago. You'll know him when I say it. Um, good fellas. No, Jimmy was. And Ray, uh, Lo- Tony, Ray, Ray Tony, Lo- Stacks. Tony Stacks. That's what he played in the movie? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And Ray Liotto. 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 Another great actor. He died not that long ago, too. All these mobsters yeah. are going. All these guys that played mobster guys. They're all dying. All three of them are mobster guys. I uh, want to say congratulations to Adam Smith. Adam Smith was our uh, Better Than Radio Big Giveaway winner for the Brio 19-inch smokeless fire pit from Atlanta Grill Company, atlantagrillcompany.com. Uh, the reason why, I know I, I said I was picking a winner on July 6th, and I did pick a winner on July 6th. Actually, yeah, I did. I picked it on July 6th that morning, I think at like 6.30 that morning. I had to go through numerous people in order to find a winner. 
because I take all the emails. You know, our giveaways are exclusively for our subscribers, which you, if you're not a subscriber, you can subscribe podcastthebs.com. So we have these fantastic giveaways uh, each and every month, each and every week, like for uh, our beers, our beer giveaway every week from Pontoon Brewing. Those are for our premium subscribers, our two percenters. So a lot of you don't check your email. I don't understand it. I don't know why you don't check your email. I had to go through a handful of people before I found Adam Smith. So some people, when they eventually check their email, they're going to realize that they won, and then they're <laughs> going to kick themselves that they didn't get back to me because I said you got like 48 hours or 24 hours to get back to me. I got to move forward with this. Like, I check my email nonstop, constantly. I think people's emails are so bogged down with spam that they don't check them like that regularly, especially yep. people that aren't email people. That's, that's why you have to check your email regularly so you can clean it out. So when you get the stuff, you either... You know, you unsubscribe or you send it to your spam or you delete. My wife has got, I think, tw- over 12,000 unopened emails. Most Americans yeah. have that many. You just don't because you're OCD. I have a friend like you that's OCD. She has no, like the notification bubbles make her feel something. I don't know. I got a plenty of bubbles and notifications. I got over thousands of <laughs> unopened emails. I can't have bubbles. Oh, I cannot have yeah, bubbles on my phone. Yeah, she's like that. I too. will not have bubbles on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> but I do I, I do understand. I, I, I have that. If I have too many, like, I'll spend a day, like, if I get behind, I go on vacation or something, I get behind on emails. Because you know, Gmail will do that to you. Because yeah. you'll have a thread and, you know, you'll have 14, especially when we're at the radio station, you have this all the time. You have fucking 25 emails just to get a yes answer, right? Everybody has to throw their two cents in. And then you got the dipshits that reply all just to make themselves look good because it's like, hey, I'm here. Remember that time I sucked your dick? Let me do it again. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. So then there's a, that gives you a bubble, right? I have 18,000. And I have 37 unopened text messages. I would rather a pregnant spider crawl on my pee hole. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's nasty. <laughs> I couldn't do that. I couldn't look down at my phone. Do you know how much work? What are you going to do with those emails? Nothing. Yeah, but they're just sitting. Somebody wants a response. (laughs) Over 18,000 people want a response from Nikki D. They're never getting it. (laughs) It'll be fine. I get some Uh, important stuff. What what was your Nikki? How many did you say you had? I got 18,000. Yeah, I got 18,362. I got 353. We're almost closed. It is not, it, wait, I'm, not say, I'm not saying it does not have anything. To, it doesn't have, it's not a, totally an OCD thing. What is it? It's it's laziness. You're, you're sloppy. You're dirty people. No. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you're OCD. You're disrespectful, <laughs> dirty, lazy people. If you have that many emails unread in your email box, that means that you don't give a fuck about whoever emailed you. It's probably not important emails. A lot of this stuff is spam. If you can name me off, and I'll wait, all 18,000 emails that you have unopened (laughs) and tell me not one of them is important, then I'll say I'm wrong. I can't do that. Okay, I didn't think so. (laughs) If it was super important, they could text me. But but yeah, you get an email for fucking everything. If you order something on Amazon, there's like 97 emails coming your way because, oh, oh, you ordered it. Oh, here's the receipt. Oh, you shipped it. Oh, it's on its way. Oh, oh, we lost it. <laughs> yeah, right. and you know what I do with those, Nate? You know what I do with those emails from Amazon that tells me? You're right. They do. They send you a shit ton of emails for one order. I automatically put them into my Amazon folder. 
Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's one thing I can't ever find emails on the show emails. You got all these subfolders and then sub subfolders. It's like, where the hell are the emails at? Well, then you just search for it. There's a search bar up there that you just search for whatever. You know, that's that's called organizational skills, which is like becoming a dying characteristic or dying trait. You should have organizational skills in life, just in general. Nate's wife is actually opening up or has opened up a organizational company, like to, 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 to get people's shit together. Imply, I think it's a, a fantastic idea, by the way, Nate. Um, Thank you. But a new business venture for Mrs. Mr. Nate in Playa del Carmen, Mexico. She's organizing people's shit, right? In their castles. Yeah, but we're helping her, helping people sell things because when it kind of started when we moved to Mexico, she sold all this stuff that we had on different apps and things like that. Then we noticed when we get down here, a lot of people may only live here for six months and they're, you know, they're digital nomads are traveling the world. So, um, so she figured, and a lot of people give us their thing. They're like, I'm leaving. I don't have time to figure out how to sell it. I'm just going to give it to you guys. So they given us a bunch of shit. So, um, she's just going to do that for other people. Now they're, they're in town for a little bit. They got to get rid of their stuff. Boom. You know what, you know what to expand the business is she should organize people's digital life. You know, where they would give her, what is it, VPN access into their their computers. And, you know, she would sign an NDA and uh, and she'd go in there and organize their shit for them. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's a good idea. It'd you be should, hard because it, it's hard to know what would be important to somebody and not to someone else. Well, you should see my personal email in the organization there. Not only are there a bunch of subfolders, Brandon... But they're color coded. Would you like to guess what color the my court caddy folder is? Yellow. It is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what color is the BS podcast folder? Green. Yeah. Green. <laughs> <laughs> what color is my Nikki D folder? Purple. Black. Black. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I just can't. I don't have a Nicky D. I got other folders with people's names on it, but I don't have a Nicky D folder. Um, that's crazy. Eighteen thousand emails. It is. There is something. There is a a thing. It's called something. I don't know what it is, but it's it's absurd. Like I I, I send an email to my wife, and I'm like, "You're gonna respond respond back to the email?" And she's you know, Nate. She goes. She, she never does, and it pisses me off. Nate said something a long time. He's like, nobody uses email anymore. Nobody does email anymore. And I think there's some truth to that. Yeah, I, I, re, I, I really think there's some truth to that. the The problem is, is that there's so many ways ways to communicate. It gets lost in translation. I mean, think about this. If you're talking, communicating with somebody through, you've got email, you've got text, you've got messengers. Pick your app right for 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 the message like if you're trying to get a hold of me through instagram forget about it it's not happening i can't figure it out it's i don't know if you're general or if you're primary i, I don't know all right <laughs> <laughs> just fucking email the show <laughs> the bailey show podcast at gmail.com i'm an email guy and it's funny because the gen xers are we email people millennials are more dm people and then whatever the fuck Brandon is, I don't even know if you can, I don't even know if you know how to communicate with other people, to be honest with you. Definitely nobody wants to talk on the fucking phone. No, no, do yeah. not call me. It's such a lost art of calling. Like I will send you to my voicemail so quick and text you like, what's up? Why? I don't feel like talking to you. What, what if it, there needs to be a conversation? 
then text me it, and I'll determine if I need to talk to you about it. Do you know back in the day when I was a kid, we would stay on the phone for hours just talking about stuff, about life. About nothing. Yeah, but no different than the shit that you post on social media. I mean, the people, the stuff that you're posting on social media, don't you want to tell somebody those things? Or would you rather just post it out there and read stupid fucking responses? Both. So when you want to talk about it, you go live. I think it's because people can't control, because you can control the comments on social media, right? You can't control when they're posted, but you can control whether to delete them or not. When you're talking with somebody, you can't control those comments. I think that that's a, that plays a factor into the psyche of why people don't talk on the phone anymore. <laughs> and this yeah, is, it's, just a, it's just a time shift thing. People don't, it, 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 like how jobs became you have to be on at all times. You, you always have to be answering emails and phone calls and everything. I think people just want their personal time back. And a lot of times phone calls are not, uh, don't need to be a phone call. It can be a, a simple text. Hey, I need this. Do you have this? Uh, do you, do you want to bring some potato salad to the, you know, potluck or whatever, you know, it, it can be a very quick thing that people just waste time on phone calls. Now I, I agree with you, but then there are times for phone calls. I, I'm not a, you guys know, I'm not a small talk guy. So like, I can't stand that small talk shit. Like I walked away from old man, Kevin, the other day, he's just fucking talking too long. I was like, dude, I'm enough. And I left my wife out there. Cause she knows how to, you know, kind of run it for me when I'm not around. It was just too much. I agree with you, Nate. There are times when most, and actually I, I would even say this, most of the time is not a time for a phone call. But you know the old saying, like you've heard people go, I'll, you know, somebody passes. We were just talking about people passing. I'll miss their voice. Is that going to be a, a thing of the past where you're not going to miss people's voices? Because you don't ever fucking hear it. You know, it's like, oh, when's the last <laughs> time you talked to your mom? I just talked to her five minutes ago. Well, we were just texting each other. When's the last time you picked up the phone and had a conversation with your mother? It's been a minute, man, but I sent her heart emojis almost every fucking day. You know, so she dies. You're going to miss the texting with your mother. You're not going to miss the conversation with your mother. You'll still miss her. It doesn't matter what you miss about her. You'll still miss her. But you, you like, if I were to say, what does her voice sound like? You wouldn't even know. Yes, you would. You I, know what your mother's voice sounds like. I can tell you what my grandmother's voice sounds like. Trash. I can tell you that because I talk to her all the time. I call her just, hi, Graham. How you doing? Good. I love you. What are you doing today? I'm going to, I'm going to the store. I need to get some plums. Oh, Grandma, I love plums. Can you have someone I come over this weekend? Yeah, we're also going to go to Kenny Rogers Chicken. Uh, we're going to go to the Annapolis Mall. Oh, my God, that's so great. Mom was mean to me the other day. Oh, well, you know, she's your mother. That Like, I miss that. You can't have that in text. You haven't talked to your mother in how many years? If your mother called your phone right now, you want to tell me you wouldn't know her voice? I'm an exception to the rule with my mother. How are you an exception to the rule? You I, haven't talked to her. I don't have to talk about my mother because I don't talk to my mother. You guys talk to your moms. But you know her voice. <laughs> you know she called you. Instantly, you know it was your mother. I don't know if I would. Yes, you would. I don't know if I would. <laughs> yeah, I know that you would. <laughs> but, but also, uh, like, DMs and messages and stuff like that are kind of like a, an accountability thing. Like, I would rather my landlord, well, I message with him on WhatsApp, um, but if he said something and I have nothing to prove it, but if I have him in text, I'm like, no, this is what you said. This is how much, you know, the bill is going to be this month or whatever. So you have some like, kind of proof. Same thing, Jason, like when you call me and I, I'm doing something, I can't answer, and then I, I get a hold of you when I can, and you're like, I can't remember what it was about. But if you would have texted me what you wanted, you would have remembered it. Well, I've learned when I call you, I'll only call you when I'm in the car. Um, that's the only time I'll call you. 
because I have something that's going on in my head. Let's creative people work like that. Like if you got something that you need to get out right then and there, and you need to tell somebody about it, you know, you should feel honored that I'm trying to tell you. And you're the only person that I'm trying to tell. And, and But if I can't get a hold of you, then I'll forget. I don't know. I just, amnesia. <laughs> just forgot. Um, and you could have texted. And not while I'm driving it. because I'm a safe driver. Oh, you can talk to text. I know, but my phone wasn't plugged in at the time. Oh, please. Mm-hmm. Something's Excuse happening. We call Brandon. Brandon loves to get phone calls. But no, I stopped calling Brandon. I, 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 I actually I deleted him out of my phone. I get so many calls a day. But I just hate talking. Like, especially it's like if you call me and just shoot me a text on what you need, and then I'll call you back if it's a, a calling conversation. But if customers are calling me, I'm on the phone, and you're calling, and I'm writing shit down. I'm going back and forth, and then you know I might forget. But you shoot me a text, I'll see it. No, I stopped texting you as well. No, I, I'm done. I, there's, there's no need. Like Nate is a is a must for me. I have to communicate with Nate. Don't have to communicate with you. Yeah, that's fine. You know, you, you'll figure it out when I do it. You know, Nate. On the other hand, I've got to run things by. But yep. Yeah, see, look, there he goes. Just awesome. <laughs> he decided to bail on the show. He's all he's all upset now. He's sad. There's no more picture of Brandon on our screen. He's gone. So. Yeah. But but back to the email thing. I think email has reverted back to that business communication. It kind of started off as a business thing, then everybody used it. But now, like you were saying, there's so many different ways to communicate. The email is just kind of a businessy thing. Like you don't invite people to a barbecue on email. Oh, I that's uh, yeah, I know. That's what I was saying. That's how we got a birthday party invite. Yeah, so it's so, so, so through email. It's all through because I don't want my phone going thing, 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 thing. You know, I don't like the group text. Yeah. And I don't want people, you know, if I'm inviting people to the party, I mean, we're doing 500, 600, 700 people. I don't need to be texting all those people <laughs> when I could just put them in a group Gmail, you know, put them in my calendar. But then people reply calendar. all and then you get the dings. I think the problem is, is get most people, email. most people get so many emails. Nobody has their, their notifications on for an email, yeah. but you have it on for maybe a Facebook message or a text or, you know, whatever. Instagram. That's why I, I communicate through Instagram messenger a lot, just because you get a notification when you have uh, somebody that's messaging you. Exactly. Nate. Well, nailed it. Nailed it. I do agree with you on covering your ass, though. I think I taught you that, actually. Is, Probably. You know, but the, the emails are great. Like I was just saying before, I got folders with emails that I've saved over my very, very long time that if I release just a couple of them would just fuck people's lives up tremendously. Uh, just want to hang on to them. You know, have them live forever. Yeah. Someday I'll need them, you know. Haven't yet, <laughs> not quite just yet. Has uh, everybody gotten through Stranger Things season four? Yes. Nope. No. Okay. Are we going to watch it? Yes, but I realized when everybody talked about how good season four was that I didn't finish three, so I'm I'm finishing three. Okay. Well, possible spoilers here. Cool. Okay. Just letting you know. The, the, I will tell you what I'm going to bring up in particularly about season four is kind of unavoidable because it's such a cool big deal i'm sure you've seen it so season four is without a doubt the best season out of all the seasons of stranger things it's almost like a horror movie it's not cute and fuzzy and furry like the first season this is pretty fucking graphic i mean it's gotten pretty raunchy would you agree nate oh yeah 100 percent. alexis and i were talking about that we're like i don't remember this being such like like you're saying, like a horror movie. It was kind of 
fun and they showed things in the first season, but it wasn't like blood and gore and guts. It was just kind of implied. Yeah. This, this is, you know, kind of freaked me out a little bit. It was, it was, it was that scary. And, and the bad guy is, is pretty, pretty good. Pretty damn scary. I mean, they, they, the Duffer brothers did a, a fantastic job with uh season four, which when it ends, and I'm not going to tell you how it ends, but when it does end season four, it sets you up for the final season, which is season five, which I think the big thing for season five is we're going to find out that Will is gay. There's no doubt about it. That kid is gay. He has got the hots for what's the other dude that's uh, with 11. Oh, yeah. The big nose kid. The big um, nose kid. Yeah. yeah. I can't think of his name off the top of my head now. He's totally uh, gay for him. Is it Mike? Yeah. Yeah. Mike. Mike yeah. Will's gay for Mike. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's be the <laughs> is Will the one with the weird ass haircut? Yeah. The bowl yeah. cut. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Both, both named after linebacker positions, Will and Mike. Now all we need is a Sam. I don't know if we have a Sam in there or not. So, uh, yeah, the, the, the scene when they're at Domino's, Create Graphics, our very own sponsor, Create Graphics, did the wrap on the wall and did the menus. I just saw that. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Isn't that neat? That was pretty cool. I thought yeah. so. So the, 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 the hero, not the hero, but the trending pop character for season four is this guy eddie eddie at first i wasn't a huge fan of eddie i didn't get it i didn't understand it but eddie is the fucking coolest i mean he's cooler than 11 i mean eddie is the titties right Nate? eddie's eddie's cool as shit yeah yeah he's the uh kind of not the dropout but the the guy that's taken too long to graduate he's way older than everyone else it seems and uh but he, he, you know, he's against the, he goes against the man. He's breaking the law. Right. But, and he's a metalhead and he's a nerd. So he's, he's what your typical eighties long haired metalhead was, you know, a lot of, a lot of, you don't understand a lot of these guys in these rock bands, especially the old school rock bands, you know, that were, came out in the eighties or even in the, a lot of these guys were nerds. They, they, they sang in the choir. They sang on church. They sang in the church choir on Sunday. They got bullied. They got picked on and they became rock stars and now look at them, you know, and, and that's why whenever you see rock stars kind of fight, they're like kind of pansies, you know, they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they to fight in their life. They're just, they're, they're fighting out of arrogance and egotism, you know, or whatever it is. So Eddie is a metalhead, and there is a scene. Uh, oh, let me back up. So again, one of the, the, the running themes for season four is Kate Bush's song from the eighties, uh, running up a hill, was it running up a hill? Running up that hill. Running up that hill, parentheses, God, something or another. There's more to the title. What is it? Yeah, uh, A Deal with God. A Deal with God. And it fits season four of Stranger Things like a glove. I mean, it is so odd. I forgot about that song. I remembered it when I heard it, but I forgot about the song. That song's being played on Top 40 Radio right now. I was listening to XM series the other day and their hits channel. Kate Bush is being played nonstop. Like it's in power. <laughs> it's like, it's not, it's the hottest song. There was, there was like millions of downloads or streams for that song. And it goes throughout the season, season four, um, which I'm, I'm assuming lined the pockets of, uh, uh, of Kate Bush. Um, I pulled up how that works actually. 
Yeah, yeah I think she was, wasn't she making like a million dollars a week or something like that? I thought I read that too. Um, hold on, let me pull. I, so uh, Spotify, so how much does a million streams make on Spotify? Spotify pays between point zero zero one and point zero zero eight cents per stream to artists. This means that if your song is streamed one million times on Spotify, you can expect to earn between a thousand and eight thousand dollars. That's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that horrible? Yeah. 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 It's always been a top topic of conversation with uh Spotify and other streaming services, how much they get the royalties. Yeah, I mean th- that's 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 like I would rather have my albums, you know, remastered or you know resurfaced and put back in the in a, in a record store and have people go buy a million of my albums at you know fourteen ninety nine a piece than to only make eight thousand dollars on my stream. So anyway, so that's the Kate Bush stuff, but Metallica, uh, Master of Puppets, is played during one of the end scenes by Eddie. Now, not that Metallica needs any help or Master of Puppets needs any redemption, in my opinion, but there is a generation that doesn't know who Metallica is, and that's the Stranger Things generation. I love you, Stranger Things. I love you, Duffer Brothers, for bringing back metal, man. I mean, there's so many streams and down. I think their their streams were up like 400%. Uh, after after uh, the scene with Metallica, when Eddie plays them uh, on top of the RV, that's awesome, man. And I'm thinking, like, if because my daughter was listening to Kate Bush the other day, I was like, "What are you listening to?" She's like, "Oh, it's Kate Bush." I'm like, "Why?" This was this was a while back, actually. This was like before I started watching season four. She's like, "Oh, it's a song in Stranger Things." I was like, "Yeah, that was like a big song in the early '80s." She's like, "Oh yeah, I know. I heard it's an old song." <laughs> like with this new boyfriend, she his new boyfriend likes country. Right? He lives in Macon. He's, this is a good old boy. He likes some country music, which is fine. I, I like country as well. Um, so she's starting to listen to country now. So they were in the caddy shack getting all the Mike Court caddies ready for the upcoming Atlanta Open Tennis Tournament where we'll be selling them on site. And she was listening to Darius Rucker, that uh, Wagon Wheel song, right? And I go, you know who that is, right? She goes, oh, yeah, that's Darius Rucker. I said, no, no, but you know who that is, right? Darius Rucker. No, 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 that's Hootie. That's what? That's Hootie from Hootie and the Blowfish. I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Let her cry. <laughs> you know, I was trying to sing some songs. Nothing. Didn't, didn't, didn't calculate. So that's cool. I, I've got no problem with learning bands, especially older bands or songs through, through movies or television shows. I think that's great that they can recreate that for a new audience, you know, because the classics are great. I mean, I hate to say Metallica is a classic, but the damn song came out, you know, now a gazillion years ago. And there's been numerous generations that have passed by. Nate, can you think of any song that you fell in love with just because it was in a movie? Um, yeah, usually like, uh, like theme songs, uh, like TV shows. Like I think, what was it? The OC, it was that Phantom Planet song. It's like California, here we come. Dun, 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 dun. Um, that one I didn't even know about the band until I saw the show, and then I started listening to their other stuff, and I started to like their thing. So yeah, for me, it's been more TV shows than movies. I think. What about you, Brandon? Um, yeah, probably theme song. I really like the SpongeBob theme song. 
Yeah, but that's not, you didn't fall in love with the band that did the SpongeBob theme song. That's not my question. See, if you oh. check your, hold on. If you check your emails, I actually put that on a piece of paper that was, I was going to ask you that question and you could be prepared. Yeah, I would have to say um, probably the one from, uh, what's it, uh, Big Bang Theory, the opening, the opening uh, song. Yes. Going through, like all the timelines. And that's but from like, Bare Naked Ladies. Yeah. Yes. Yes, that's that was I was going to bring that one up too. That's the bare and I didn't realize it was bare. I mean, I was like, God, it sounds like the bare naked ladies, you know. But you take songs like um, uh, the Rembrandts, you know, with the Friends theme song. Mm-hmm. You name me another Rembrandt song, please. I'm all ears. Yeah. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Not happening. <laughs> you know, the '80s, especially John Hughes, was synonymous for for doing stuff like that, soft sell and. Those types of bands, um, Simply Red, you know, the, they they played a huge factor in, in those movies. The 90s recreated American Pie did, I think, a great job with the soundtracks because it just exudes 90s music. Lit, Third Eye Blind, Collective Soul, blah, blah, blah. That night, And there was a 90s vibe to all these pop rock type of bands. And if you weren't familiar with the band, because some of the songs aren't, radio play songs they would just be from the mute from the music you you go and you watch titanic you're gonna fall in love with celine dion you might not be familiar with celine dion prior and she had some great songs prior but you might not have a clue who she is but you hear that end song and well, you might become a celine dion fan right <laughs> another i don't know if you guys ever watched um gray's anatomy but they would always have um, a good song like within the episode maybe at the end or something like that but i think i saw or i i discovered the snow patrol song chasing cars from that show um how to save a life the fray was on there yeah um so yeah there, there's a lot of shows i think that that can popularize these songs nikki um i have two two songs i used to watch the uh, legend of billy jean that was one of my favorite songs when i was coming up and it was a lot of music in there that i don't normally listen to so that's the first time i heard the song it's my life and it was one of my favorite it's songs. my life mm-hmm. now or never that's yep. one really and then oh. the second one was, was um 13 going on 30 love is a battlefield love is a love better part you never heard that song? Nope. Fuck wrong with you. Nope, but I I got it from a movie. It's one of my favorite songs. Love is a battlefield. Pat Benatar. Those are my two. Yeah. Those are my two songs from. That's movies. good. But the, the the Kate Bush one is weird though because I I didn't feel like it fit at all. Like it it was almost like radio where I just like the song now because it was played over and over during the show where I'm like, all right, I guess I'll like it now. <laughs> so <laughs> now I enjoy it, but it didn't, it doesn't, it didn't make sense to me at first, just the style and the lyrics didn't like do any, had anything to do with the, um, with the show, I guess, but, they, but it, it worked. It's popular. They literally were running up a hill when the song was on. When there's numerous times, but maybe not the first time she listened to it, but there is a scene um, maybe an episode or two after they introduce the song. And if you haven't seen it, I'm not going to ruin it. Why the song is introduced, but, um, they're literally, they're an upside down world running up a hill. That's why I was like, Oh, that makes hmm. sense. They're running up a hill. And then, uh. and then the God part of it, if you look at, you know, the bad guy as a God, 
you know, versus God, but a God, it makes sense. Literally, it makes sense. But then you look well, at Well, he'd be a demon, though, so he'd be the opposite of God. He'd be a demigod, right? Demigorgon. Demigod. So replace those songs, right? Are they, mm-hmm. I mean, they're replaceable. Metallica's replaceable. Now, Master of Puppets, that song fits because it, in that time period in the movie or in the show, it just came out, I think, two weeks prior. And I think uh, Rob Trullo from Metallica or his son helps helped with it, and but the kid Eddie actually played the song, like that was him actually playing the song. From what I from what I understand, I, I, oh, that's cool. I, I that I got that information from my son. So hmm. if it's wrong, blame Caleb. Um, but <laughs> but Caleb. I, you know Papa Roach, which I'm a big fan of. I was following you know I follow them on social media, and they replaced. Master of Puppets with Last Resort, just the instrumental. I thought that was pretty cool. It wouldn't have worked because Papa Roach didn't come. <laughs> Papa Roach wasn't even born yet, probably. Yeah. But but it was cool that they replaced it. I was like, God, that'd be a lot of fun. You just take that scene and just start putting the instrumental to heavy guitar riff songs. And you're like, what would work? What wouldn't work? You know, like, or then just put in some obscure songs. That... Brandon, if you're looking for something that could possibly go viral, take four or five, uh, maybe the best riff rock songs ever, and just take that scene and put them into that scene and go, which one would work? One, two, three, blah, blah, blah. It's probably already out there, but that would be fun. Was it like the last episode? Like towards the end, I guess? Yeah, yeah, it's the last, it's it's the last episode, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the last episode because it's right before Dustin talks to the uncle. Yeah, which which kind of pissed me off because I was waiting until July first for the the second half of the season to come out. I thought it was gonna be like eight more episodes, and then I'm like, oh, there's only what was there two or three or something? Yeah, there were two, but they were both like two and a half, three hours long. True, but just make it make it multiple episodes, and I, I don't know. I felt like I was waiting a long time for nothing. Can't fuck. It was a good ending, though. Way. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, but I was reading Kate Bush has made $2.3 million on her seven, uh, 37-year-old song. Okay, but if you're going, so that's just Spotify. For a million downloads, you're looking at one to $8,000. How do you get to that amount of money? No, I think that's on all streaming platforms, probably like Apple podcasts or iTunes or whatever. Yeah. But even, even, okay, let's just say she makes $8,000 for a million downloads. Then she's had it or streamed. How many times you say? Uh, I don't know how many streams I'll define it, but she made $2.3 million. I mean, that's, you're talking hundreds of millions of streams. I mean, that's, that's a lot of streams of that. If it's just, Mm. if you're just making all that now, they, they have to pay for the music, you know, Netflix had to pay for the rights to the music. So I'm sure that right. plays a part in it. I'm telling you, Metallica is not going to be cheap unless they just agreed to let them have them do it. You know, who knows? Yeah, maybe. Well, and with the Kate Bush one, I, I remember reading somewhere that she owns literally everything. She wrote the music. She produced it. She paid like she financed everything. So she 100% owns that song. She, she, she doesn't have to split that money with anyone. No, oh, doesn't she have a band, Kate Bush and the Bushwhackers or something? <laughs> 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 oh, here's another one. Uh, Queen. You know, Bohemian Rhapsody in uh, Wayne's World. A lot of people found oh, yeah. out who Queen was, believe it or not. I know it's very hard to believe. And I, I got to be honest with you. You know, well, I was introduced to Queen from my cousin way before that movie came out. 
So I was already a Queen fan. I was a fat bottom girls guy. And, and so I was already, but I remember when that, that the Wayne's world came out and that would have been what? 90, 91, maybe. I didn't know it was Queen. It was always referred to as the Wayne's World song. Exactly, but but you, but <laughs> but it was great because of the scene. Yeah, yeah, and that was supposed to be Guns and Roses. Welcome to the Jungle, but GNR wouldn't let them do it. So Queen said, "Yeah, you can use our song." Yeah, ninety two. But I don't know if I agree. Like I think most people that are watching, like the Stranger Things, is aimed at people that grew up in the eighties. So I think they know everybody knows Metallica. Maybe the, it's been uh, attached to like TikTok songs now, and that's how the kids are learning about it. But I think most people that watch Stranger Things are going are watching for the throwbacks of the eighties. Well, now Stranger Things is 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 one of those anomalies. Like they've they they're, they've brilliant brilliantly written this show for people that were around in the 80s, but catering, I think, to teenagers. These teenagers now love these, just like we liked 90210. You know, yep. these these television dramas. They like these Riverdales and and all these- Pretty Little Liars. Pretty Little Liars. Oh, my God. They they sit around and just watch them. Yep. You know, just like, <laughs> you know, you like a watch party. That's what they do on their own time. Like when we had nine hundred two one zero, it'd be like, oh, dude, did you see Dylan? He got high again. What the fuck? He's never gonna graduate. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's how they talk about these shows. So I disagree. I think it's really aimed at the teenagers, but they've brilliantly written them for adults to enjoy it. Kind of like how they do these animated cartoons. I was just about to say that Guardians of the Galaxy is my biggest one that I always say. Uh, it was we went and took the kids to see it, but it was totally for adults. Yeah, those you know, kids didn't get none of those jokes. I mean, that, that's that's the next level creative right there. Mm-hmm. You're like, all right, well, how do we super serve two different audiences without letting each audience know who we're super serving? Right. That's not easy. Yeah. Very difficult. Yeah. Um, back to the future. Here's a, another example of uh, a movie saving something or reinventing it, uh, I guess, so to speak. Uh, and Tony Hawk said this himself. Back to the Future saved the sport of skateboarding. He said, by the time Back to the Future came out, which was 84, 85, skateboarding was, actually skateboarding was, what I remember was still cool. You know, you had the Vision Streetwear and there were skate shops in the mall and it was like a click in schools. You were a skater, you were a surfer, you were the Billabong, you were the Rusty, you were the Stussy, you were that kind of stuff. But it quickly started to fade out. But because of the Back to the Future running theme of Michael J. Fox and skateboarding, even though we got the hoverboard in the future, uh, Tony Hawk said without Back to the Future, skateboarding would have been dead as a sport. Oh, that's interesting. Isn't that interesting? I never would have thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like you know, Karate Kid. I think Karate Kid, probably after... Uh, Karate Kid, the first one came out. Maybe even Cobra Kai is doing this now. It's a little bit different because you have MMA that exists. But you know, who didn't want to learn karate after Karate Kid, right? Yeah. Dojos yeah. were probably slammed. I know this for a fact that the applications to join the Navy skyrocketed after the original Top Gun came out. Mm, I could see that. Oh, yeah. I remember hearing that. Yeah, it was funny. Alexis and I were talking about Stranger Things, and I can't remember who she was talking to. But they were upset that 
the finale, they thought they would like kill off a main character and maybe more people on the internet are upset about this as well. But we were talking and I'm like, I don't think they realized that was kind of the thing in the eighties. You didn't kill the main characters in TV shows. And if you would look at what stranger things has done, they've made characters just popular enough for, to be able to kill off and you be upset about it, but they never do anything to the main cast. Like the first season or, or first or second was Barb, you know, everybody there's memes about Barb dying. And then, uh, I think the last season or the previous season, it was, uh, Max's brother, you know, he, you know, he got taken out and then this is Eddie, you know, everybody loves Eddie, even though he was, he wasn't a character the entire time, but they kind of have this pattern of just making characters just to kill them off and then save all the main ones. I think they're going to, the final season, it's all going to be a dream. I think, you think so? I think they're going to do the, the the old Roseanne dream sequence. It's going to be, you know, where somebody was in a coma or something like that. None of it was real. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how they would, it's obviously going to deal with Will to, at the end. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. I think he's gay. Um, I don't know. I don't feel like he is gay for Mike. I think he just wants to tell Mike and he's worried what he thinks of him. Maybe the whole thing's about him being gay. Maybe Stranger Things is like a metaphor for something. Like he's yeah, upside down world's like his Behold. butt. Yeah. Maybe the <laughs> whole thing. Gotta fight all the demons out of my butt. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. All right, Brandon. Oh, did you, did you, uh, <clears throat> sorry, real quick. Do you, uh, know who, who's the, the lesbian girl, Robin, like the gen, like kind of the gingery girl. Oh, I don't remember her name, but yeah, I know who you're talking about. Which, yeah, well, wait you, a minute, which the, the girl that she likes or the girl that's one of the main characters, the one that's the, like one of the main characters. Did okay. you, do you know who her parents are? I didn't know this till like this week in real life. Yeah. Mm, go ahead. She's the daughter of Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawke. Yes, oh, I did wow. know that. I did. I, I fucking knew I knew it. I just read an article <laughs> on that not that long ago because Ethan Hawke said that she, he did this whole thing where she got the gig on her own. She went and auditioned on her own. I did nothing for it. And it was, I read that like a week ago. Yes, I did know that. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. And they had a side, somebody posted a side by side picture with her and her mom. Mm. And they, yeah, they look extremely like it's crazy. I love Mike's shirt in season four because I had that exact same shirt. It was that kind of light denim blue with the two-tone darker, like a gray, like it, the eighties kind of had a lot of that two-tone thing. The billabong stuff was very two-tone yellow, pink, you know, you'd have that kind of stuff. I, I had it all. It was great. All right. Uh, Brandon, one question with this guy. Here we go. One question with Brandon. All right, go ahead, Brandon. All right, we're about halfway through summer, but the ga- uh, grass keeps growing. September's coming, which means you're going to be getting your fescue in coming here soon, which means you're going to want to get that cut before late October. Give uh, old Sparky's Lawn Service a call. He's veteran-owned, operated since 2020, so, you know, kind of like two years in the business, he knows what he's doing. He's got your mowing, your trimming, your edging, all your needs when it comes to your lawn. Ask him to do some odd jobs. He might be able to handle it for you. Call him or shoot him a text, which he probably prefers, 706-897-2199, or or uh, Sparky's Lawn at the Gmail extension. That's gmail.com. Andrew Sparky's Lawn Service is a great dude, man. He just re-ups with the show. So old Sparky's Lawn Service is going to be around for a while. So thank you, Andrew. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. What's your one question? All right. Where do lost memories go? 
<laughs> Where do lost memories go? Nowhere. They gotta go somewhere, right? No, because you you they kind just, of remember them again, right? Like, what if no, what they, if they just, come back up? They just they just disappear. Oh yeah, so like you're saying, like if you forgot about something, and then maybe you talk to an old friend, and they're like, "Remember that one time we did this?" and and then you do remember that, but you didn't remember it ten minutes ago. Yeah, kind of like that. Like, feel, where, like, where was it? I feel like this is something we can Google. Or do you mean lost? Like I was talking to my spiritual mother the other day, and she said that we went to someone's house physically, prayed for them, and I hugged this lady's mother. I have no recollection of that. That memory is lost. Now I got an answer for you. Hippocampus. Well, I, I would say hippocampus. No, that's, what, that's the answer. Hippocampus. Located in the brain's temporal lobe is where episodic memories are formed and indexed for later access. That's the answer to your question. Where do memories go? The hippocampus. The lost memories. Yeah. Talking about lost ones. Yeah, they go to the hip, 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 hippocampus. Hippo- can you go to the hippocampus and remember them? Yeah, located in the brain's temporal lobe is where episodic memories are formed and indexed for later access. I need directions because I don't know how to get there. I can't I can't get my memories back. That's lost. Well, then you look up brain's temporal lobe. Oh, go ahead, guys. What were you you a phone number? I, I need a direction well, on how to get to this campus so I can retrieve my memories. <laughs> I want them. Well, I, w- I would say, like, uh, if, you're, if you want to liken it to a computer... Like on your hard drive, when you delete a file, it's not actually gone. It's still in that, like where it says you have free space. It's still in that free space until you use some, and until you overwrite it with some new file. Hmm. Um, so maybe it's kind of in this like area in your brain, obviously in the in the hippo university or whatever. Um, just this area in your brain where it's there, but it's not connected to anything, and then. When you remember something, it reconnects those little neurons or something. You can make fun of the hippocampus all you want, but I'm talking science over here. And uh, if you're looking for location, Nikki D, the temporal lobes sit behind the ears and are the second largest lobe. They are the most commonly associated with processing auditory information and with the encoding of memory. So if you're looking for directions to the hippocampus, they're right behind your earballs. So is that just for stuff you hear? And someone tells you something that's a memory, or what if you just have it in your head and no, you don't not, hear it? It's in your brain. It has nothing to do with your hearing. It's just well, you auditory something. Auditory information, processing auditory information and with the encoding. Yeah. Yeah, but that would be like you hearing something and then you process it, right? Mm, I don't think so. What? No. So, so is it different than the memories that you come up with in your head versus, you know, doing something with someone and you hear stuff and you see stuff and you feel stuff? Brandon, I, I answered your question. I, I I can't continue to have this conversation with you. I told you, <laughs> if you'd like to find these lost memories, go to the hippocampus behind your ears. Okay? <laughs> I can't help you out anymore. Unless somebody else has got something better than what I've got. I like Nate's free storage thing. That was pretty good. No, I Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too. Well. Even though you made fun of my hippocampus, which is fucking science. Yeah, sorry. Little, University of Montana sounds like. Little oh, I just thought disappointed about something. in you. You're what? Hippocampus. Maybe that's why hypnotists can pull your memories back. Wow, that's the dumbest thing I've ever yeah. heard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hypnotist, get it? Hippo, hypnotist. It, it goes together. They're spelled differently. Hippocampus is H I P P O. Hypnotist is H Y P. Do, well, we do hippos see. have good memories? Great memories. Yeah, good memories. I was talking to one the other day. 
He was like, I know yeah. elephants do. Remember when we met like 10 years yeah, ago? Yeah, probably close. I was like, pretty crazy. Yeah, how do you remember that? Like, I'm a hippo. <laughs> <laughs> I just picture like these cartoon hungry, hungry hippo guys walking around to fucking college. <laughs> Making all kinds of noise with those fucking marbles. My mother hated it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Are you satisfied with your answer? Uh, I guess we'll have to move on. Well, if you do like I requested a long, long time ago and posted on social media, on our social media, then you could get some more answers. But you fail to do that. You barely remember to post the top three. So I know if you maybe checked your fucking email and did something in your calendar, you could remember shit. But I guess it's just cool not to remember stuff and not cool well, to be organized. Cool. I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure out where those memories are going. Cool guys <laughs> don't want to do stuff like that. It's just cool. I'm telling you, cool. Uh, before we end and I pop our website, uh, I do want to remind you that because a lot of you might want to be doing might want to do this and that's build your dream cabin or mountain home in Western North Carolina. Mac Development Group is a one stop shop. They're currently booking for full time builds. They they handle everything for you. They've got a team of people that will handle everything from your land acquisition and designing to the general contracting and building. So you just got to get a hold of them and then just sit back and watch your property be built. MacDevelopment.com, M-A-C-K, development.com. <clears throat> All of our social media is on podcastthebs.com. That is our website. Muy importante for you to go there, right? Subscribe to our YouTube page. I know how many people subscribe to the show. I'd love for more subscribers, obviously, and I know how many people subscribe to our YouTube page, and I know how many people listen as we just surpassed 400,000 downloads in eight months uh, or plays, whatever you want to call them. And I know you're not all subscribing to our YouTube page. That is very disturbing. That upsets me. <laughs> so if you could please do that. It takes two seconds. There's a little fucking ass right next to all this amazing content. You just got to hit that and then just listen and watch. That's all you got to do. Uh, like us, follow us on all of our social media, the Twitter, the Facebook, ask to be a part of the private BS two percenters Facebook group will approve you. I don't think there's one person that we have not approved. We might've kicked a couple people out, but we haven't not approved them. Let's just put it that way. Um, and, uh, oh, or TikTok. TikTok does really well. Um, I think it does well. I don't know. I don't check it. I don't think Brandon does shit. He says he does stuff, but I don't believe him. <laughs> it does all right. It does pretty good. You know, it gets it gets views. All right. Uh, Nate, you got anything before we get out? All you college kids out there, if you're on campus, don't hook up with a hippo. There you go, Brandon. Uh, check between your toes for cow ants. All right, Nikki? Oh, you guys say the most craziest things, and I can't even think of something to go behind checking your toes. So I'm just going to tell you guys, thank you for letting me sit in today. You're I loved well. it. <clears throat> yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> Brandon threw me off. I was trying to think of something cool and clever to say, and then he said, that, First word that like, comes to mind. Crazy dummy. All right. And now put that in a sentence. Looking at you makes me feel like a dummy. There you go. Well, a lot of people say that. I like yourself a great, safe rest of your day. Podcastbs.com. Yes. Thanks for listening. Ah! Get off my lawn. It's old man Kevin, and the BS is done for right now. Please share, like, and support podcastbs.com. It's better than radio. Now, get out of here.